Carroll House has the largest selection of solid wood with the hottest new styles, real furniture that's built to last, like our solid bedrooms, living rooms, and dining from Kincaid. Our volume enables us to save you a lot of money, especially during our solid wood sale, plus get free financing, fast free delivery, and free in-home design. So for solid wood, sweet styles, and solid service since 1964, shop over three football fields of furniture at Carroll House, because you like nice things. White Glove Exotic Services is St. Louis's first concierge vehicle service center. Alex David's team is passionate, certified technicians. They have industry-leading tools and equipment. They do it all. They pick up and deliver your car hands-free. Plus, they have elite detailing service, customized PPF wraps and tinting, and inspection and titling assistance. White Glove also specializes in logistics and storing options, vehicle listings, and consignment. White Glove Exotic Services, check them out at cancelthisshow.com. Kathy O. Big Strick, owner of Experience Real Estate Partners with EXP, has been one of St. Louis, Missouri's highest selling groups for 26 years running. In that time, Kathy and her team have successfully assisted an incredible 4,000 families. So if you're thinking about buying, building, or selling, be sure to put Kathy's group and their experience to work for you, and you can expect to be moved. Just give her a call at 314 276 sold. That's 314 276 7653 or 5. Finder online at experience-re.com. Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, if you don't know, is a family-owned business that has been around since 1994, serving some of the best chicken wings in town, no joke. Also known for their fresh burgers, pizza, and incredible smoked meat. Top-notch happy hour specials are included, plus live music every Friday and Saturday. Oh yeah, you can also enjoy their spacious heated covered patio. It's Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, 18,000 Chesterfield Airport Road. Hey guys, this is Dr. Mahesh Bagway. I'm an orthopedic surgeon here in St. Louis for over the last 20 years. I went to Washington University. I got my medical degree at St. Louis University. From local athletes to injured workers and even Cardinal baseball players, I've treated them all. Our practice strives to personalize care with every new patient being seen by me. To find me, contact my staff at drbagway.com. D-R-B-A-G-W-E.com. Hopefully you don't need me, but if you do, you can find me now. And welcome to Cancel This, everybody. Cancelthisshow.com. Happy Thursday, February 23rd, as we have episode number 63. I'm Vic Faust with Tap of the Hassle. MP on the boards, Eric Johnson on the way. Uh, We've got Colonel Joe Adams coming up in a few minutes. Uh, A few weeks ago when he joined us, he spoke about uh, the situation with Afghans coming into St. Louis. Tabitha brought it up. I think you had said something to uh, the colonel about what's happening with Afghan refugees all over the St. Louis area, or at least south of the Arch. Well, what we're doing here in the city of St. Louis is we are making an Afghan sort of community south in the South City area. It's directly south of the Arch, and we are expecting to have about fifteen to potentially thirty thousand Afghan refugees. Settle in that area. Yeah, we're going to talk to Colonel Joe about that in just a moment. We have so many other topics going on. Speaking of St. Louis, St. Louis has become a national story all because of Janae Edmondson, who lost her legs while walking home uh, from a volleyball tournament. Um, boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, last weekend. 
Um, Daniel Riley breaking so many laws, shouldn't even have been out of prison. Now the circuit attorney's office coming under fire, not only for this, this was kind of the, the icing on the cake, if you will, for a tumultuous tenure as the St. Louis circuit attorney. Uh, 300 cases dismissed where police brought charges. Uh, almost 100 officers on a don't bring me charges list, so to speak. Um, that's what I call it because that's exactly um, what it is. And now you have so many. I mean, the Democrats are coming after her. Women, women, women of color are coming after her now, including St. Louis Mayor Tashara Jones, basically saying uh, she needs to think about whether she really should be in this job. Well, Attorney General Andrew Bailey, who gave one of his first interviews to hear us live on canceltheshow.com two weeks ago, and he gave her a noon, I repeat, a noon deadline. Resign or you'll be removed within the articles that we have available to us. Why did it have to come to this? It doesn't matter. Stop. You're always looking for the negative. No, I, I'm not looking for the negative. I'm I, wondering, why did this girl have to lose her legs? Exactly. Why wasn't Kim Gardner removed a long time ago? Why Other people have lost their lives. Why I get didn't it. Eric Schmidt as attorney general? If it's so easy to you're say... You're always looking for... You're always... You, Eric, Vic, don't even he, go there today. You're always looking to being, bash Eric Schmidt. I'm not, I love Eric Schmidt as okay. attorney general, but I'm wondering... No, you. but you can't say... Why, why Eric, listen. I can question why he didn't do something hey, when it was his we've turn. We've all questioned. If it's can you can I just say what I'm trying to say, please? If it's so easy for Andrew Bailey to step into this role and give Kim Gardner a noon deadline to say Kim uh, resign or you're done, why couldn't it? Why couldn't it have done before? Yeah, we all. How agree. many people have to die for this to happen? Yeah, we all agree on this, Tabitha. We all agree. We'll get into this topic. It's not as easy as you try to make it out to be because if you understand politics, you understand that something as horrible like this had to happen where you have people who were supporting Kim before are now against her because you can't just jump in all of a sudden. Now they actually have a hardcore national public case, Tabitha. It should have happened before now. Well, well yeah, maybe. How many maybe. people have to die? But, but once again, for, for somebody so to take many notice. times in life, all we do is when we get what we think is good, we just try to look back, look back, look back. No, let's focus on the present, move forward, I'm do what we happening, can. But it should have happened we'll before this girl what had to lose her legs. And we have talked about it so many times on this show, haven't we? We have many times. Over and over and over again. And I'm angry because it didn't happen already and this girl and, had to lose her legs because yeah. and it others, didn't happen already. Others lost their life. I totally get that. And we're going to get into that right now, but we're all on the same page. And uh, we'll break down more about why it is what it is now and why it's happening from that standpoint. Um, Joe Biden um, falls again. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. You, you just can't. Well, you can't. But we're not. <laughs> uh, we'll show you Joe Biden doing that situation. Uh, we'll tell you why you need to be careful of Fox News. I thought you would bring a smile to your face, Tabitha. They're now promoting a poll by NPR. Why would Fox News be promoting a poll by NPR that might not be so favorable to one Donald Trump, but favorable to Joe Biden? You, you mean NPR, one of the most liberal... <laughs> organizations if you call it news that there and, is and then on top of it all on top of it all elon musk has a new relationship and his good buddy is gavin newsom from california well you know why don't you <laughs> I, money no because tesla is moving back to california money 
Yeah. It's all about money. Because it always he, gets he back wants to, to money. be closer to Twitter, he says. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see where it all goes. We got so many topics we're going to get into, but that's what we do here on <coughs> canceltheshow.com. Live Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Central, but you can always catch all of our original content in our library on canceltheshow.com, all of our viewing platforms as well, and listening platforms. Remember to share the show, like, even if there's one platform you like. We are grateful for all the support that we're getting. Uh, if you can, go ahead and promote us wherever you go. Okay, we're going to bring in Colonel Joe Adams. We've got about 10 minutes or so with the Colonel. He is live this morning from Washington, Missouri. Tabitha, can you reset the stage when we spoke to Colonel Joe, what you were just talking about with the Afghan refugees? Because you said Colonel Joe went out and did some research, and, of course, he comes back with answers like he always does. Always. First of all, good morning. Good morning, Colonel Joe morning. Adams. So happy to have you. You know, the last time we had you on, one of the topics that I brought up was the Afghan refugee settlement in South St. Louis, you know, just just south of the Arch. And the reason why I brought it up is because the folks that are settling in this area are largely the same folks that were in Kabul who stormed the airport gates who made their way onto the airplanes and were never vetted. These were not the folks that assisted our troops. These are people we don't know who they are. We don't know why they're here, and our government did not vet them. But yet they are here in the city of St. Louis. Well, also to add, when those people got on those aircraft to be evacuated to the United States, like basically Quantico, Turkey, Albania, <clears throat> they had large bags of cash of U.S. currency, huge bags of cash. That's like right, they did. Like filled with cash. Now, where'd that come from? Yeah, I had no idea. Oh, my yeah, we had, we had it. On those flights were 800 pregnant Afghanistan women, and they already they had an average of 68 kids that they brought with them. And a lot of them disappeared when they got to Quantico for processing. They just walked out the gate. We have no idea who they were, where they went to, how much cash they have, how they got the cash. We have no idea. Who are these people? So when I first, uh, when you guys turned me on to this Afghan research, uh, I have sources inside that community, very loyal sources, because of something that I did for these particular people years ago. I intervened in an armed robbery when I was in one of their stores and uh, was successful, obviously. So I used those sources, plus I went back and I found out that, you know, on February the 10th of this year, they opened the Afghan Community Center down on uh, Grand Avenue. And uh, at the same time, simultaneously, they established the Afghan uh, Chamber of Commerce. So, so then when I first started out on this research, I was looking at the uh, refugees as, as basically it's turning St. Louis City into a refugee camp. No, they're not. No, I wasn't even close. No, we're not. They are developing a city inside a city. That's right. And they are. They, they plan on repopulating the city of St. Louis with refugees from all over the world. Who's they? Who's they, Colonel? St. Louis City. You mean the Tachara Jones and her administration? Yes. Yeah. And they're, they're receiving... going to repopulate St. Yep. Louis City with a variety of people from all over the world, the refugee program. But they, this Afghan is extremely dangerous because of the ramifications that it's going to bring forth. So they're already talking about naming it Little Afghanistan, the New Afghanistan. The policies and the benefits of moving here, if you're an Afghan refugee, is, is so great that other refugees already established in other states and communities are moving here because of these programs. They can apply for a $15,000 grant to open a business. Uh, they were, 
here, here's some of the ramifications. First of all, the, in these Afghan communities, they only hire Afghans. They only shop in Afghan stores. So it's going to be a, a separate city within a city. Now, there's already conversations about them opening up a banking system just for that community, Afghans. You know, Castro did a, a, a really smart thing years ago. And what he did, he taxed U.S. dollars being spent in Havana, in Cuba. And so now there's talk here about they want to create their own currency, their own currency, and only use Afghan currency. And you're penalized if, in fact, you use U.S. currency by at least 10%. So people are more apt in the Afghan community to use their own currency. Now, these are things down the road. But they're going to actually establish their own banking system and their own now, court system, Joe. They're t- I oh, have not been able oh. to confirm this, but they I am hearing that they are setting up their own Sharia law court system right here in the city of St. Louis. Can I interrupt you too, really yeah. quick, guys? How many people are we talking about in the St. Louis Anywhere area? Anywhere from fifteen to thirty-five to forty thousand. Fifteen oh, to no, forty-five thousand is yeah, a within, massive. Starting difference. out at fifteen within, and then moving up. Right within within five years, we'll. Have- have about 50,000 and so about you know, 15 now is, you know st louis city's law enforcement is very vulnerable and so when these people come in and establish and take over these dwellings these third world dwellings in the city of st louis dilapidated buildings and re, re uh, reinvent their society sharia law without a doubt within five years there'll be sharia law in that community whether it's recognized or not they're going to enforce that now these people are bringing their 12th century mentality called the Quran to this community. Now, there's eight mosques in this state already, and three of them are in St. Louis, down on Lime Ferry, Rebus Barracks, and Lackland Road. They've already started. Now, those are Bosnian mosques, okay, which are still Muslim. So this new uh, center they've opened up on, on uh, South Grand is a temporary mosque, which they will build a mosque, another mosque, just for the Afghan, be an Afghan mosque. And so this is this is extremely dangerous, what they're doing. So nobody wants to move to the city of St. Louis. Most people are leaving. So they are going to renovate the city of St. Louis with refugees who we have no idea who they are. And people Joe- who would who, who would do us harm. And that's what exactly why I brought it up because you know I now this is my personal opinion and Joe you may not agree with me. I think that the the majority of refugees that come here from Afghanistan are good people who are here for the right reasons. But the problem is you might have one uh, or two you might have 20 folks that are radicalized and and you know what radicalization it's like a cancer. Yeah. It the co- the it tiny co- bit of poison in the dessert right. that tastes so good. It comes into the community and then you have a, mo- a radicalized mosque and it spreads out from there and the next thing you know we're living in Aleppo. Well, one of the one of the spokesmen for this new uh, community center said that this is a place for us to hold on to our identity. Identity they are creating an Afghanistan Muslim community right here in the city of St. Louis. And where did that get them? (laughs) They're coming here to be Americans. They're coming here to be Afghanistan. And that's where I have a problem. But the rest of the the community says, Joe, that's been happening in America for the last 50 years. There are several foreign communities. Of course, I didn't say it didn't. But we're developing a mentality of a 12th century mentality and and, and a uh, ideology that is counterproductive totally to the American way. 
this is a very, very dangerous situation. Yeah, that would be the, the difference, I guess, with some other communities. Joe, where do you see this going then in the next five years? Do you see any positive? Uh, do you see <laughs> do you see any positives one. for the city of St. Louis from a, maybe a financial standpoint, from a standpoint no, of maybe no, trying to turn the no, city around? No. Okay. So what's going to because we know people are leaving St. Louis. That's an old established community down there on the South Grand, and so the people that's down there, they're, they're going to be more apt to leave. In fact, I advise them right now before your housing uh, uh, values drop because of. A no-go zone you live next to, and you and it will be a no-go zone. So they need to sell their houses now and get out of there. So this is actually going to drive Americans out of that area because of what's coming. Very, very dangerous. It, it is dangerous. And to your point, Vic, you said it has been happening in this country. But look at where it's been happening. Dearborn, Michigan, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Beaumont, Texas. And, and look what has happened in those areas. But now on the flip side of know, that. 11 years ago, I was invited. I, I was in mosque. I, 11 years ago, I was inside mosque doing stories, um, hanging out, interviewing imam and being given a tour. So I, I know I saw it. I felt like I had taken a plane to the Middle East. I get it. It, exactly. You know, and, and but look at the Bosnian community. The Bosnians came here. They assimilated wonderfully. You know, Croatians and, and Croatians. There are people who can come here and assimilate. My problem is, lies in the radicalization of a few. And we've seen that happen in, in Dearborn. We've seen it in Beaumont, Texas. We've seen it in Minneapolis. And we see it in New York City. New York City has a no-go zone where they have the, these folks have their own police departments, their own police vehicles. We cannot have that here in the state of Missouri. So what do we do, yeah, Joe? The, the, the difference between Bosnia and Croatians coming here is the fact that they were dominantly Muslim countries. They were Christians. Uh, so, the, so the city of St. Louis actually sent <laughs> emissaries, two emissaries, over to Albania to recruit and, and, and arrange transfer to the United Nations to St. Louis. Safely. St. Louis City went to went there and recruited families to come here. Did they vet them? No, no, not at all. Only takes one bad apple, and it's and they got serious problems. So you can just in five years, that area will be a no-go zone. You will not be welcome. There's a good chance they're going to have their own currency and be penalized if you use U.S. currency. They're going to have a going to build a giant mosque, and they're going to take over that area. And the poor people left behind. The Americans, they're going to turn into refugees and they're going to be evacuating. So, yeah, St. Louis City is going to repad their population with for, with foreign people. We have no idea who they are to come here, not to be Americans, but to be Afghanistans. Well, Colonel it's Joe, very, very we appreciate your update. You always get great intel. You always let us know what's going on. Uh, anything that we can maybe look forward to if we're able to t touch base with you next week? Do you have uh, anything? Well, I've got some more on the Afghanistan thing, but I've got... Uh, do I have a couple minutes? Do you have a minute yet? Yeah, something. Let, let, let okay. us know. Okay, things we need to do, we're not going to do. Okay, now this has very little to do with Afghanistan. We needed to bomb Iran and turn it into a parking lot. We need China forced to stop the production of fentanyl, killing our killing our citizens. China need to be forced to stop the car dealing with the cartel. Stop referring to Islam as the religion; it's an ideology. Allow Israel to finish the job and knock out the Palestinians once and for all. Declare the drug cartels terrorist organizations and a retaliatory strike immediately 
on the Taliban for killing my 13 Marines. You hurt me, I hurt you worse. You kill one of my Marines, I'll kill a thousand of you. I'm not talking about invading Afghanistan. Pay them back. We know who the leaders are. They've established in Kabul. Level it. Now, one thing, the theater of the absurd. I look for things in the news that are so absurd, you have to laugh at it. So the state of California is pushing to install tampon machines in grade school boys' bathrooms. Oh, now, that is absurd. Yeah, I, really. Now, I can only think when I was in grade school in the 50s, if a tampon machine would have showed up in my restroom, first of all, I wouldn't know what it was for. Secondly, is I would see if there's a reaction by people, embarrassment or whatever, and I would have had fun with that. Okay? Thank you. I've got a big announcement about the militia that I'll... Uh, we'll talk about it next week then. It's a huge. It's going to go national. We'll find I can't some, wait. We'll find some time for you next week. Joe, we appreciate it. Colonel Joe Adams... And we can find more about Joe and his militia at the website. Washington Guard 9, the number 9, at gmail.com. Colonel Joe, love you, man. One of a kind. Thank you. You are free to go. All right. (laughs) Thank you, Joe. Have a good day. We appreciate that. I love Colonel Joe. Yeah, I'm glad. I mean, obviously... I, I, I don't want to go all. I mean, I'm already tampons in boys' bathrooms. Well, did you? And we've talked about this before, and I keep seeing it pop up on on Facebook in these commercials. The menstruation kit you can buy yeah. to oh use in the men's restroom if you if you're not what do they call it? D F D M A B designated ma- no D F A B does I don't know designated female at birth. This is cancelthisshow.com. <laughs> if you're just jumping in, we're Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Central, live. Of course, you can catch us any part of the day. Any of the platforms, just go to cancelthisshow.com. By the way, if you have stories, cancel culture stories, no people have been canceled, let us know so we can try to reach out to them. Stories, topics, interviews you want covered, let us know. By the way, you won't want to miss an interview tomorrow that we have at 8.15. Um, she's called America's Mom. She has a massive following across this country and outside of the country. Her and her husband's house was raided by the FBI just a few years ago because she actually went after the Colorado educational system for what they were doing on topics that we've been talking about Mm -hmm. with transgender and so forth. America's mom, look her up. You won't want to miss her tomorrow morning at 8.15 out of the great state of Texas. She will be joining us live right here on cancelthisshow.com. Okay, We've got MP on the boards, Eric Johnson in studio, Tabitha Hassel. I'm Vic Faust. Okay. About time, Eric. It's sad, it's sad when we have the situation of what happened with Janae Edmondson. Okay, we've talked about it. She lost her legs. Her life has changed. As a dad of three kids, myself and a daughter, I could not imagine going through an I mean, unexplainable, unimaginable. What's going to happen now? There is no way Kim Gardner is going to stay in office. Now, there's a way about doing this that Andrew Bailey says he can do it. Now, he says there's a certain writ that can be used. I don't know, but I think you have to have sign-off by all politicians to do this, Republican and Democrat. From what I'm told is he now has support within the Democratic community, including one to Shara Jones, who called her out yesterday, and several, I mean several Democratic Let's just say personalities throughout St. Louis, including aldermen. Now, I don't think she's going to resign. She's not. Because that's her. And she's going to drag this out. And as I told you guys, the same community that I was standing a part of the media three years ago when they chanted at us um, all kinds of obscenities, and we're just media there covering the story, saying that we were racist and everything else, 
it's going to, I think it's going to get ugly. But at the same point in time, if Tashara Jones is basically telling her to leave, which is kind of what she's saying without totally saying it, it's going to be a bad situation. She's probably going to write herself some more racist letters. Damn. What are you talking about? When Kim Gardner had received all of those, the racist hate mail. Oh. I said she's well, probably going to write herself some more letters like she did the last time. Um, well, Andrew Bailey wants a stage to show what he's about. Andrew Bailey has a stage. That's for sure. She is just incompetent as hell. And it's kind of like when they were calling you racist, they were doing it through ideology. Now, it's the it's basically they're finding out she's just incompetent. She doesn't know what she's doing. It's like hiring a, a chef that, that, that you want to cook great steaks, and all they do is they cook uh, salads. And you were expecting them to do what they were supposed to do. The state of Missouri needs to come in here. And they have to have a check and a balance. And it goes with that Afghanistan community. They are just doing so much stuff to St. Louis, Missouri, that they have no authority to be doing. It is just crazy. It's like if you, the cause and effect. They don't understand cause and effect is what it is. Fine. You have this prosecuting attorney who, through ideology, through the lens of ideology, can look at St. Louis and say, look at all the black people who are incarcerated well, there's a reason, Kim, they're incarcerated. They smashed a window. They took a car. They killed somebody. That's why they're at, the, what was that old prison called? The workhouse or the work, whatever? Yeah, yes. the workhouse. And now they got rid of it because they thought it's racist. No, it wasn't. Maybe we need a couple more of those. It wasn't racist. It was the, the, it was the utility that communities use to keep these kind of people off the street. And then when you saw these Democratic leaders, what was it, five years ago, saying, oh, well, Vic, you guys are racist for, for bringing the attention of a Kim Gardner. You're just racist. This, No, it's cause and effect. Prosecuting mm -hmm. attorney, job equals take crime off the street. We just found out through some through this this poor young girl that had a scholarship to play volleyball for the and then probably have an amazing life come to our good city of St. Louis and get nearly killed but got her legs taken off and now people finally I think that there's this moment why did it take this moment it, there's always what about all the kids because, that were shot at I'll bus tell you stops why. over I'll the tell past you why. x number of years because there's always a moment there's always a threshold bingo that it happens and you go it happened and the and the veil comes off what? And whoever's behind the screen pulling the levers, and then we are finally, That's life. Yeah. we're finally, I get it. we're starting to see the Wizard of Oz behind the screen over there, and her name is Kim Gardner. And if you want to know why there's there's trash and why that's that's Tashara. If you want to know why there's crime, that's this girl, and she's got to go. It's it's and, and all part, of them and, and to be honest together, with you, Eric. And to be honest with you, Mike needs Mike uh, Governor Parson needs to put his voice in here too. That's got, what I'm saying. Look, Why got, hasn't anyone done it before? I'm glad. I'm glad it's being done. But here's the thing: like Vic said, she's Kimmy's not going to resign. It's not going maybe to not. Happen. Then the fight should start right it's now. It's not going to happen. But here's the other and thing. Then, but what about the flip side of things? People voted for her. What about her constituents that said here, we voted for her? I left a we part, want her here. I left a part out with that. When I think because we're all learning about the law because this is unprecedented. I mean, this story was front page on a national website for Fox News. I mean, this was this is. Their big national story this morning, Kim Gardner, St. Louis, Missouri, because it's unheard of for an attorney general to tell a circuit attorney, get out or we're going to find a way. Now, what they've been talking about doing, and from what I've heard, some senators who might have opposed and filibustered, as Nick Shore told us when I asked him that question last week, won't be willing to filibuster 
necessarily for this even more. Even Steve Ellman, friend of this show, St. Charles County Executive, has always been against a state takeover of local police. Hardcore Republican Steve Ellman has been totally against it. But guess what? Because of this event, he is now for it because he doesn't see that St. Louis is even trying to change what they're doing. Well, I've been told there's some certain senators, including one African-American, that might not be willing to filibuster all day long for a state takeover now because you know how it is. The tides change now and then. When a tide's going When against, it becomes convenient. Everybody jumps on that wave and rides it. Trust me. I know. I've lived it. I've been there. And now that tide is going at Kim Gardner. Unfortunately, we're in a horrible situation with little Janae. But at the same point in time, we're there now. And I think what can happen is they may not have to, quote, remove her. But what they can do now is bring in a special prosecutor that will be Kim's boss. And now they are in charge. Oh. But will, will I, you know, I, I guess I feel like I don't expect anything to happen. We saw what Gardner did in, to Graham. And they, and they finally caught her with a lie. It, it they lied about this, Daniel lies. Riley. They said that the victim was dead in the Daniel Riley case. Yes. And guess what? The victim was there. They lied and said, oh, the victim had died. Well, they went back and pulled up the sheet. The judge wrote, victim here ready to testify, quote, defense not ready. I How many at times the has she lied before? Look yeah. what happened in the Greitens case, for gosh sakes. I mean, I, I can't believe she wasn't disbarred over what happened with Greitens. And she wasn't. She she still serves. She's not actually prosecuting cases herself. In fact, right now, have you heard, uh, cases aren't even being prosecuted in the city of St. Louis. Because guess what? They don't have anyone to prosecute them. Correct. And, you know, so, and now we, we have people sitting in our jail who are about to be released or are being released because they're not able to have a speedy trial. I mean, the city of St. Louis, the circuit attorney's office, is a complete failure. There are a thousand reasons they should have gotten rid of her before now, and this girl would have still had her legs. I hope and pray it happens this time. I really do. Yeah, we it has something has to happen. This is the look of complete and utter frustration. By the way, if you look at me, because I I agree with Tabitha. You've been waiting for this. I moment. agree with Tabitha. I don't think anything's going to happen. I think that, I think we're just dumbass people. All of us, you, her, myself, everybody listening, everybody that lives in St. Louis, Missouri. I think we're just there's this thing called cause and effect. When you do A, B happens. And if you don't understand the consequences of B and you still do A, you're a dumbass. And I think Tabitha's right. I think she's the leader of all of us dumbasses. She just knows the answer. I just <laughs> think she knows the answer. <laughs> it's like, I understand if you bring an Afghanistan community into St. Louis, B is going to happen. You're a dumbass. I believe if, if you let this kid off the hook because he just shot somebody and took his Kia car, and you let him out of jail, and you expect him not to do that again, you're a dumbass. I think I'm. this is, when we first started talking about this, I go, well, you know what, they'll, they'll get the controls of this plane. They'll, they'll pull it up. They'll see what's going on. We just learned that, no, they're not. Kim Gardner let this clown that took this girl's legs off the hook. He's gone. They didn't pr press charges. He didn't, they didn't re take his bail away. And, and put him back in jail. No, he's oh, sorry. Sorry, this happened. To you and he's know? one of many. One yeah. of and, and you know so what many. is so stupid? Yes, this girl was from Tennessee, and she had her life while ahead of. Well, what about the black communities that get shot at night after night? That's right. What Eric. about Channel Two, Channel Five, Channel Four? It, in the old days, you would turn on the TV and you wouldn't hear any crime reports. 
Now it's the first 10 minutes of any local St. Louis show is how many people have gotten shot in this in this region. You're right. So here's my here's my breakdown, Drew Collins. You're Drew a dumbass. Agrees with you. You're a dumbass because you're not here fighting for your community to say no, enough is enough. He did. He agreed. He agreed earlier that, that even Drew agreed. Well, we're all dumbass. Yeah, but Drew always takes the color of the skin over the issue. He has said that often. He does. Yes. Well, you're a dumbass, Drew. Congratulations and live in squalor for the how you know what Drew's probably smart as hell. He's probably like, I'm not living here forever. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm, Drew is very <laughs> Drew's intelligent. I'm telling you, Drew's intelligent. He has, I get I've it, but why does he say intelligent things? So he he knows a lot about what's going why on in the he city. Say that intelligent I intelligent things because it's not the people in Chesterfield that are going to fix this problem. It's the people downtown. And there's so many this this Daniel guy. There are so many just like him. So so many of them who ha- who belong in prison. They're violent offenders. They shouldn't be out in the street. You know, their warrants expired a long time ago. You know, they're still out there running around. And unless we have the federal government step in, these people aren't being prosecuted. And the federal government, they try to pick as many up as they can. They try to prosecute as many as they can. We don't even have any beds here. They have to take by beds in southern the southern part of the country to put these people. It's crazy. Um, so the fireworks, we'll see what happens today. I mean, let's let's be real. We have talked. We've been concerned. So many people, so many politicians, so many victims in the city have come forward with what's going on with the prosecutor's office, the circuit attorney's office. Were there issues in the past? Yes, but I can tell you this. I did several interviews with Kim Gardner. I did several interviews with her predecessor, Jennifer Joyce. The difference between the two, night and day. Another massive issue in this whole situation with Kim Gardner and whether she was competent for the job or not, Um, is the fact that Jennifer Joyce had some kick-ass attorneys on her staff in St. Louis City. I mean, years of experience dealing with that community. And most have left. Badasses. (laughs) Kim came in, and there was a changing of the guard. A few left on their own. A few others were basically told, we don't want you here. Things are changing. It's our time. And... They were doing these jobs for a lot less money than what they could have gotten Mm -hmm. somewhere else, being a defense attorney, doing some sort of civil law. They did it because they loved the city. And I knew two of these. And I'm telling you, and and some of those things happened in St. Louis County as well. Not to the extent that happened in St. Louis City. And then guess what? They couldn't rehire. And here comes another massive problem. And I'll give Kim Gardner only credit for this. She sounded the alarm alarm. I need more money to hire quality prosecutors because she, once she realized that when her experience left, maybe her fault, maybe her not, or a combination of both, she couldn't get quality people. And one person can't do that job when crime's going up. And you also had a mayor that was talking about reimagining policing and basically telling the men and women on the streets, do what you want. Circuit attorney's not going to, we're not going to worry about some of those crimes. You know, we're only hardcore crimes are we going to worry about. Well, then the, quote, lesser crimes happen more frequently, which lead to bigger crimes, which lead to speeding, which lead to GPS monitoring, not being where, not having a valid driver's license. And then, boom, you cause an accident, which takes the legs of another young girl. This is not how it's supposed to be. You know, my son's dad was a county prosecutor for 18 years before he passed away last year. And I'm telling you what, we talked a lot about prosecuting cases. And and I know, based on his job and the great prosecution he did, how much law enforcement loved him for him prosecuting these cases. 
I know when I look at Kim Gardner's office, they are a complete failure, a complete failure. And do you know, Kim Gardner has never prosecuted one single case. Never. No, you know she what, got though? Some guy off the hook. Yeah, but Wesley oh, Bell. She gets people I, off the I'm hook. Not, I don't, I'm not sure Wesley Bell has been he, in court either. He hadn't been the last. And uh, two years ago, when we had we were on the edge, he had never prosecuted. But a I'm case. also told that's not horribly uncommon because most situations are dealt with before they get to court. And that's true. But but here we have a situation where the circuit attorney's office, Kim Gardner's office, is saying we're going to have to start le- letting people out of jail because they're not getting their speedy trial. There's nobody to prosecute them. Well, Kimmy, why don't you get your butt in there and prosecute see some the, people? See the trinity here? And and, and and kudos, I think, to Tashara. And I'm, I'm sure you guys already said this on the air, but she said this is a quote apparently from our beautiful mayor downtown St. Louis it looks like Kim Gardner needs to do some soul searching to yeah. see if she wants to be the circuit attorney anymore. Wow. You know who could get that girl out of office quicker than anything would be the good people of the mayor's office. If they came down on her. They are. That's, that's, I mean, that's kind of coming down. That's kind of coming down. It definitely helps because they've not spoken out against her as far as I know in the past. But you know, when you go back to, I meant to look this guy's name up and I forgot, but the, the president of the bar association is a die-hard, liberal, woke, uh, reverse the Missouri, racist. Uh, yeah, so the many Missouri names. Bar Association, and that's why she was able to get out Ugh, of guy. some previous cases. That's why that's exactly when her right. ethics case for the whole Greitens situation was taken yeah. to the Missouri Bar, why she was basically just slapped on the wrist. Yeah. That's exactly right. And, and if it, we leave it up to the Missouri Bar Association, nothing will ever happen to her. It will never happen. She is untouchable because the person who runs that organization is exactly like her. And it's a national story. As we said, it was even on the Fox news website page. um, What's going on? Because this is St. Louis once again, making national headlines for the wrong reasons. (laughs) And even to I'm telling you right now, there are some big money people associated with the city. There's a lot of things going on right now. I credit Tashara Jones for having a vision to try to at least, I don't agree with her lack of funding for St. Louis, but at least she's trying to build up some dilapidated communities. Uh, I think in time, it'll go back to what it was without proper policing, without proper safety, without proper security, but at least she's trying. The other problem that we have with that is the fact that there's a lot of money that's coming from the county. They see this stuff and they're That's like, right. hey, our investors are like, what the truck yes. is going on? We're done. We're out. We're, and even if they don't feel that way 100%, that tidal wave right now is hitting the city. And maybe maybe it's a good thing. Yes. What did I say, Vic? I said, you got to break down that dilapidated piece of garbage to build it back yeah, up you have. again. You've I don't have that. as much faith as you guys do. I know you don't. I, you know, and the reason why I don't, <laughs> and I'm not trying to be negative. The, the reason why I don't is because you know about some of the alleged, the alleged yeah. underhanded dealings that go on in the city of St. Louis. What, what happened to Cora Faith Walker? I, you know, her death, it, it, it never fully investigated. A lot of people believe it was drug use. A lot no. of people believe that it came they, no, from they had not, they Jones' did, party. No, they did an autopsy. I remember. And everything was cleared. That's what they say, but that's not what people so say. So you're saying the coroner's On office the is other lying? Side, there's a lot of talk about a lot of underhanded I heard all, I heard all the talk, too. Stuff that, that happened with But you have to be careful death. about when the autopsies come out already. Well, that's why I said alleged. But there's a lot of talk, and some police officers I know 
claim to have a lot of information. And the thing is, if the police officers have the information, then Ken Gardner also has that information. And I could see maybe Jones coming after Gardner to a degree. And then I could see Gardner giving her a little phone call that said, hey, lady, um, what about this, this, and this? No, maybe I should speak I, out. I'm not so that would have stopped I'm not so pessimistic. What Tashara did is massively against Kim Gardner. Yeah, I'm not so pessimistic as her right now. I think Tashara... Yeah, neither am I. Tashara has this weird opportunity. She could go down. There's, there, she's at a crossroads. She could go to the right and develop St. Louis to be on the on the up path again. She could. I can see it in her face. She wants economic development. She brought in a new police chief. She probably isn't completely against the idea of having the state of Missouri come in and take over the cops. She just went on the record and said, if you can't handle it, you probably got to go take a little time to see oh, if you want to do is, this job. She is 100%, 100% against any state takeover of her uh, backyard. Uh, is no, she? She, she has publicly said it, Eric. What? Oh, okay. that's like. Well, maybe she said it publicly. Oh no, this strong woman, the first African American mayor of female mayor of. I Saint think Louis, she wants to succeed. She, she wants it to feels succeed. Feels like it. But she doesn't need to I don't succeed. know. She She's does get paid not anyway. want. Oh, she does not want Governor Parson or Andrew Bailey parading around. I don't see her, her as backyard. a Lori Lightfoot. In other words, I don't see her as a Lori Lightfoot. In other words, I yeah. see her. I can see it in her eyes. She she's begging. Fortune 500s to come back to St. Louis on camera. She's on camera now slamming the protection agency, the prosecutor's office. It looks like she had a press conference with a new chief of police who's from out of state, mind you. When's the and next a white election? guy. And a that? white guy, too. I can see something in her that's good. But I can't no, feel she it yet. Wants, here's the thing. You know what I mean? Like I've told you guys before, I know Tashara. She, I'm telling you, and I don't want to be. Oh, I don't you know just her. Love, I don't know her. She has a heart. She lives in the city. She's grown up there. She wants to do a good job. Now, we don't agree with her reimagining policing and her ideas, and they're different. But I'm telling you, she has our Kim Gardner has a heart. I'm telling you, she does. I know these women. Soros I've paid sat for it. with them. Yeah. Um, I I've been into Shara's house interviewing her, talking to her. She she's got a heart. She wants to I she wants to do a good job, Eric. You're right. She does. But right now, and she wants to succeed, and I'll tell you this, she does not want to lose mayor. She likes being mayor a whole lot. Oh, man. And when this happened, she had to come out strong. She's come out strong. And don't think for a second she won't cut Dude, if she, if she, and that's what she's doing. If she somehow, this story's not dying. No, it's not. But if she's not going to, if Tashara somehow found the kids that shot up that soccer park and said, and she was holding them by their collar and said, this crap ain't happening anymore. And she could do that on camera and say, I'm done with this crime crap. She could be a damn good mayor. You don't know, man. She could be a damn good mayor. Well, then why isn't she a good because mayor? Because Lida Cruzen just sat there in her chair Lida doing Cruzen nothing. Lida did a, not a darn thing. She didn't thing. do a damn thing. That's true. She didn't do anything. She, this girl wants to do something. You can tell. I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt, Tashara. I will revisit in six months. Moving back to UFOs. Well, you know, one thing about is if if, <laughs> if Kim Gardner resigns or if she's outed, Tomorrow. That, that will secure All Andrew right. Bailey's term well, as Attorney else, General there's nothing else in the next talk. election. You're right. You're right. No, by the way, uh, we'll do the premonitions tomorrow for Paranormal Friday. Remember we got into that? Just to let everybody know that we're going to be doing that. So... Anyway, uh, John says, yo, Vic, get your friend Tashar on the show. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Um, I never said, quote, she was my friend. Well. Um, we will reach out. 
Um, we tried to get Tashara on our radio show, <clears throat> and that wouldn't happen. I did two sit-down interviews with her. I got calls back from the office saying that I was thorough, um, that I was fair, that I asked tough questions. Um, we'll reach back out. We'll try. But the difference then to now is the fact that these politicians, number one, they have no reason to join a podcast. They can't help themselves one bit with our audience, not one bit. They can only continue to be crushed at. But we'll see. We'll reach out. I'll reach they out don't to care. Shishara they don't care and Kim we Gardner. We'll see. But they've, they're both busy. They're both they're both slamming busy because it's going to be a massive day to see what actually happens with this whole situation. But once again, St. <laughs> Louis front and center, national news, yet again, just go back and look over the past three to five years um, how long uh, St. Louis has in the national media. I mean, we're always, and it's never good. I mean, the Blues were a good story because they won the Stanley Cup. But outside of that, that's why Fridays are so popular because everything else is so sad and so miserable. It Fridays, have to be it's, it's not are sad and Tabitha, it doesn't time. have to be. You just need to change your attitude. Yes. Oh, I need to change you my just, attitude. If you change yeah. your Come attitude. on now. Yeah. I'm right, not here Isn't that right, fighting well, she's smiling the Patriot now, battle. So that's good. <laughs> if you think, if you think, I'm you, smiling thinking about just tomorrow remember, Tab, and all the fun if topics. If you think we're going you can, or you think you can't, you're right. I love we, it, Eric. Eric, was it, that the little choo-choo train? We're yeah. all making a difference, right. even if you. You think you can, or you think you can't, you're right. <laughs> I read Lynn, that book as a child. Tabitha, your negativity, your negativity is rubbing off on some of the the chat line. Matthew goes, "Yeah, now the blues are in the." Crap hole as well. Okay, let's backtrack. <laughs> I'm not negative. I'm a realist. If you think you There's can. There's a big difference between being negative and pointing right. out the truth. Just be, be about the, on how the can this country, side. Eric. Be on the can side. Our country is going down right. the drain. The only, you know what? What's so crazy about the crazy world right now mm. is that I'm actually excited. The fact that aliens may may someday expose themselves. Go. All right. I mean, that's expose like the themselves. Best, that's like the best thing that could happen in this country. Of course, that Tabitha is, would be the one that I would want to be exposed by an alien. I don't mean nudity. And you put a gag ball right in the alien's mouth. <laughs> oh, I, I am not collection. kidding you. I'm, I got it. Yeah, Tabitha, did stop you it. save that on tape? Stop. I need that. <laughs> I'm excited. I can't wait till like, aliens MP expose themselves. I think the aliens are going to save the day. Oh, we always knew God. you wanted to marry an alien. I, there you I'm, go. I'm, okay, you're right. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> think about this. Think about this. Tomorrow being Friday, I hope something we can talk about tomorrow. Okay, here we go. Tomorrow. Get ready. Would be the, the UAP hearings that are still ongoing. You know, our government, they are still having congressional hearings. I did know that. Over UAPs. And and I sent you guys an article this morning. I don't think you guys have had time I read it. I read to it. look at it. That they're, they're actually going back to 1945. I know. And interviewing Air Force pilots and so on. And think about this. We'll talk. We'll get into this tomorrow. We don't have to talk about it today. But think about that article, Vic, and how it discussed how UFOs, unidentified objects, potentially extraterrestrial, because this was back in 1967. China didn't have that technology back then. They were turning off nuclear weapons and shooting missiles down in the sky with laser beams. Allegedly. Allegedly. And if they can, well, it's not even allegedly because he testified under oath. So we can say it's true at this point. These are are pilots Pilots. that said that they saw this happening. And see, everything you send to me, Tabitha, 
I read it. Sometimes I'm dumber for what I read. <laughs> hey, no. And sometimes it's so true. It's always so true. smarter for and anything. Sometimes I, I am more educated <laughs> yeah. by what I read. Yeah. But we take the time here to do that, and I appreciate yeah. it. I will be so happy to talk about that tomorrow. What was that rag at the at the supermarkets? The one that always had the bat, the baby, sun, or the something. Bat, I don't remember. Baby the world. It. You remember that one? <laughs> do you I never the, read the, any. No, of those. the little vampire baby. Do you remember that little? No. It, it was like the S- remember Inquire. Remember the Inquire? You go and you'd get you'd pay for your apples and whatnot, and it'd be right there at the end and it had the little bat baby scene again in phoenix that's what all this stuff always reminds me of just to sell subscriptions to some magazine (laughs) you know there's no such thing as 99 percent of the stuff we talk about well and i realize troy that i'm not being biblically here talking about aliens coming back to earth Mm -hmm. i I realize jesus has already saved the world and and we're seeing because of the movie jesus revolution we're actually seeing uh christian uprisings taking place across the country and i think i'm the, so glad you i brought think that the christians up. and the aliens are going to have to no 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 to solve Stop. this we war you just brought in and aliens Ukraine. and christians no, and jesus in the same it's what is wrong with you let me let me just back uh, up i'm glad you national inquire yeah <laughs> was it glenn thompson do you know what i'm Chucky? talking about you guys you guys don't are you that young yeah, I, don't I don't remember think are national, you that young it wasn't the national inquire it was like world news or something. whatever it was it was that national it was, was about it was like the 20 page rag i never were, read it but i remember and it. it always had bill clinton on it or it had the bat baby right. one of the two i know exactly what you're talking about <laughs> Exactly I, what you wanted me to do. I don't want to become that. I don't want cancel this to become the Bat Baby Show. We're not. <laughs> I just want to say this. I think it's fantastic, actually. If you want to know anything, Tabitha, that's, that's the new name of your podcast. Bat Cuckoo? Baby Show. Bat Baby Show. <laughs> I'm going to get a picture and bring it up tomorrow. But anyway, yeah, the Asbury Revival. So that, there you has been go. Absolutely amazing. Happening all across the country. If you haven't seen it yet, go out. And they're see small. They're in Jesus smaller Revolution. areas, but it's fantastic. It is, and I'm glad you sent me the Jesus Revolution uh, situation and the popularity. But we've all talked about it because Mel I, Gibson's movies, how popular boy, they were, you, yeah. and so forth. Absolutely. But this is this absolutely. is a, this is a movie in action. This isn't going and sitting in. Well, a it's theater. a documentary to some degree. It's based on no, true events. I'm talking about what's happening right now in Ashbury. 2,000 people go to the school and nine to 10,000 people are in the community. That's insane. And we need and, it. And, and you know what? And it's not and just a, there. It's happening all across the country. And you know what? It's it's like this bizarre... I don't know if you guys listening, I would love for you guys to chime in on Facebook. I had a polling one night. I want to go to that. I want to get on a plane and go Dude, hang out can there. We get, can we get some donations I'll go, to get Eric there? I'll go right now. I would now. love to see you there. I, just they because, cancel this street team in Ashbury. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> The, the For every bad thing that happens in this country, Sam, whatever his name at the Grammys, playing the part of the devil, uh, all of the Satan stuff that's going on in front of our face. Well, we also had another horrible thing today, too, happen. What, what happened? We had a guy go back, a shooting, a shooter, go back to the scene of the crime, and he killed a young girl yes. and a reporter, a Spectrum news reporter in Florida, who was there reporting on what had happened. What? Yeah. Yes, really. that was... What a crazy happened situation in Orlando that this morning was. Too, so, I mean, there's evil everywhere. Yes. We everywhere. talk about it all the time. And there's more crime now. everywhere. There's, doesn't it seem like there's so much more now, so much more evil than what there has ever been before? Or are we just hearing about it more? No, it's, it's okay. If you, if you give the devil a little foothold. It's more now. If you give the devil a little foothold, wherever, however it came in, I don't even know. It's been here forever. But, but man, it just smashed through the door just recently with our celebrities and the videos that we're showing our kids and blah, 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 blah. And I'm telling you, people, we're talking about thresholds. When you get to this point and, it just, and it, your brain just snaps. I think that the revival is real. I think what's happening in this Ashbury thing will come to St. Louis. I think it will. Damn, Eric, you're giving me chills. I I love it. I think it will sweep. 
across Pastor this Eric country. Johnson. And it's and you know here's the Where's deal. Where's your Bible? It's it's in my head. And here's the deal. Oh, that's here's the deal. That's blasphemous. Here's the deal. It will sweep, and it will be organic. It will not need marketing. It will not need TikTok. It will not need anything other than people wanting to become part of it and and understanding the feeling. It's a feeling. And, there, and people just are tired of living in these cities that are dilapidated and run down and the evil nature of the Grammys and the Oscars and people from California telling you that, hey, man, the Satan lifestyle is pretty damn good. Don't you want to see but what? But Eric, America has turned its back I think God. the back is starting to flip back around. Well, it, 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 it'll, take, it'll take a long time. I, to, I don't think so. It, and here's why. Because Americans don't really know the difference between good and and bad, wrong and right. Yes, What's they good? Do. No, they don't. Yes, they do. Vic. Okay. They understand devil horns on top of a top well, hat. Well, yeah, that's at the 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 absolute final door. But there's a whole bunch of doors that you can walk in. Well, you do you understand that, that the Ashbury crowd is not a bunch of sixty year olds trying exactly. to eat coffee and crackers on but a Aaron, Sunday afternoon. Aaron, this is a bunch of millennials. It's tiny, minute possibility. Of what we have, there's so much that can be done. I agree with you. I love your positivity. It's not positive. It's, it's I'm looking at it. I'm just reflecting on what I'm seeing, and I think it's what we've been all talking about. I go. This has nothing to do with the 60, 50 year olds. Right. The twenty year olds need to get a handle well, on this, why, and they're getting a that's handle what on the it. Movie is about Eric. You, if you have to go and see the movie, because what spurred all of these, all of these uprising, Christian uprisings, and get-togethers, and all these different cities, is literally the movie. Jesus Revolution. Fantastic. And, and I worked on that it's movie. It's a movie. I'm not talking about movies. No, no, no. You want to talk about this movie. Several people on our comment line have said they've seen it. I saw it with a couple of them. What did you work at, on the, the movie? Faith Church. Um, we did anti-piracy for the movie. And so we, I saw it, I don't know, five times, I guess, because of my anti-piracy work. And I saw it before it was even finished. And I knew the day I saw this film that this is going to spark yeah. something in this country. Because you know what it's based Damn, on? Damn, Tabitha, you're giving me chills I now. know, Tab. It's I'm based. Oh, bring it. Bring it's, the high heat. It's based on yes. truly a Christian revolution, a Jesus revolution that happened in the 70s that at the Calvary Church in California. And because of that revolution back in the 70s, so many of the churches we see today were formed then this so is the positive, happy Tabitha yeah. that I hang out with <laughs> yes. and have drinks with. My yes. good friend, that's Tabitha yes. Fair. Yes, sweet, kind, positive. But, but Mel negative. Gibson, I'm Mel Gibson realistic. goes out and makes multi billions of dollars. Well, this isn't a Mel Gibson movie, but he does I'm make some fantastic about that. movies. Every single you can you can put you can put video cameras up all over the place and make all kinds of Jesus movies. Those are just Jesus movies. Revolution. That's Those the are Jesus Revolution. It's fantastic. Christ. Everybody go watch it. But you, everybody can watch a movie. But at some point, you literally go have to go sit in a pew and you have to see what hits you and how that spirit hits you. I was I was baptized in Kansas City, Missouri. What the heck did I walk into today? No, that's fine. That's fine. This I, is awesome. Who cares? It's kind of, it's close to Friday. I was baptized in 1992. Holy I was in show, Shooting baby. Star. I was in Shooting Star. And I was baptized as a, I had a friend, he was a paraplegic, and he said... Thank you, Jesus. He goes, are you Christian? That's how all these conversations start, by the way. Are you Christian? You believe in God? And it's very it's very nonchalant, and I go, you know, I, I'm, I've been Christian, my family's Christian. He goes, I think you should come to church with me. And you don't know what you're getting into sometimes when you go to these things. And I went to church, I went to the Bible <laughs> studies, and I asked the questions, and I learned, and they said, are you ready to be baptized? And I said, 
I think so. And I was like, okay, I'll go through this stupid ceremony and it'll be fine and I'll I'll get out they of here. You we'll said a stupid ceremony. No, but that's what I was thinking at the time, Vic. And I go, and then afterwards we'll go out and have cocktails and we'll do what we do. Man, I tell you what, and to this day it is it's overwhelming. They put that oil on me and they prayed over me. Mm-hmm. And this this freaking energy that is unexplainable. The Holy Spirit. From a skeptic, mind you, a skeptic. I was ready to receive, but at the time I was like, what just happened? I literally had to stand up and go, what the hell just happened to me? I felt like someone plugged me into a light socket. And I go, that's it. This is the real deal. This is where it's at. If you can somehow uh, get this feeling every day for the rest of your life, that's the meaning of life. And then going out and helping other people. And so... As that happened, I watched society kind of dwindle and dwindle and dwindle with the Madonna bullcrap and the Sam whatever his name is bullcrap <laughs> and and you know Jay Z trying to make every all these kids evil and then all of the uh, the video games that come out and shoot people in the head to steal cars and whatever and I'm like this society's screwed up and I think that we are seeing with this Ashbury thing people don't want to lose that feeling tab. This is not That's a fluke. That's why you have to watch the movie because the movie. This is not a fluke, and I'm not going to watch the movie this. because I don't watch movies. So I appreciate you. But, but no, you should. It would. It would do. Mm-hmm. You would love it. And, no, and I don't need the that. movie. That's explains my point. the movie explains how this came about because back then the hippies were a lot of them were doing drugs. They were doing because they didn't. They they were searching for something that they didn't know what it was, and then they found church and they started being welcomed into these churches and then these these hippies you know they started this Jesus revolution uh, thousands traveling all across the country coming to to California it, right there not too far from Laguna Beach to by a place called Pirates Cove to be baptized and you know if, if that can happen there hey, Eric it great. can happen anywhere oh, exactly exactly anywhere. in the woods in your back of your house it can And that's happen. what this you whole movement know. in the movie is about is it I can happen the, I think oh, yeah. it wasn't oh, oh. highly watched, but Father Stu was a terrific movie. I love Father Stu. What's well. the What's the one with Michael? Uh, what's his name? The Angel Show that probably helped more people than anything. Michael. What was it? Michael from? Um, Michael Landon. Michael Landon. What was that show? Back that, in the day when yeah. he was the angel, I yeah. don't remember. Anyway, those shows do help people. It makes people well, wonder. touched by an angel. Touched by an angel. It, it was makes a people... massive show. I knew their producer Marcy Gold, and yeah. they hired her because she was a Christian. Yeah. And people are. She was a messianic Jew, by the way, too, a Jew that turned on the Jewish faith, that became a quote unquote born again Christian, gave up everything, started back with nothing, and then God blessed her her whole way. But guys, we've had a massive first hour, a massive first hour from the Afghan community to what's happening with Highway to Heaven. Thank you. Bingo. Oh, that's right. Yes. I can't remember Way the name to go, of Michelle. That. that was a really good show. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. Like a, it's a two minute quick break. Come right back. We've got. Why is NPR promoting Joe Biden and going after Trump? And why is Fox News promoting it? Why is Gavin Newsom and Elon Musk back together? What? Uh, Joe Biden fell downstairs again. We're going to show <laughs> you that. Did you see it? <laughs> I, now, that might not be him. Oh, no. No, there's one video that's not him. This one is definitely him. <laughs> okay. 100%. Just for fun. Um, no. He put your judges up there. We'll, and, uh, we'll, we'll get into that. Um one of the best college basketball players in the country gave a gun to his teammate. His teammate gave it to another guy, and it was used to shoot and kill a young woman. The guy who initially gave the gun has not been charged. He played a basketball game last night, got the game-winning shot for Alabama, who's a great basketball team, and was chanted at lock him up the entire night by the crowd. <laughs> Think about it. If you own a gun, we're gonna get in a, and you give it to somebody – 
who then gives it to somebody else and they commit murder, the police say they wish there was something they could do. They say they can't press charges. That's crazy. And this yeah. kid is going to be, he, he's a phenomenal All-American basketball player. We'll get into that. What before, else did you send me? Before we go to break, can I say one thing really quick? It, back to the Jesus Revolution for one second. If you support Christian movies, if you support what's happening right now, go to your local movie theater, pay to see Jesus Revolution, and then whenever the theaters realize they're making mo- money on these Christian movies, guess what? They'll make more. All right. Talks. Quick break. Hey, by the way, check out our sponsors. If you need any of these products, please go with them. They at least give them a shot. Let them know you found out about from canceltheshow.com. They've partnered with us, and we are grateful for that support, and that's how we continue to do what we're doing. And if you want to donate to what we're doing, keeping us, keeping freedom of speech on the air and what we're trying to do, go to canceltheshow.com, click on the Donate button. If you're listening by phone, click on the Menu button. It'll take you there. Back in just about two minutes. Hey guys, this is Dr. Mahesh Bagway. I'm an orthopedic surgeon here in St. Louis for over the last 20 years. I went to Washington University. I got my medical degree at St. Louis University. From local athletes to injured workers and even Cardinal baseball players, I've treated them all. Our practice strives to personalize care with every new patient being seen by me. To find me, contact my staff at drbagway.com. D-R-B-A-G-W-E.com. Hopefully you don't need me, but if you do, you can find me now. You've waited, and now it's here. The unveiling of the latest Carol House Lifestyle Collections. I'm Brooke with my sister Amy inviting you to see three football fields of the latest styles. Our new Lifestyle Collections are premium quality furniture made exclusively for us and available only at Carol House. The attention to detail is unmatched and so is the value. Nearly half the price of a typical gallery store. Plus, get free financing, delivery, and in-home design. Carol House, because you like nice things. White Glove Exotic Services is St. Louis's first concierge vehicle service center. Alex David's team is passionate, certified technicians. They have industry-leading tools and equipment. They do it all. They pick up and deliver your car hands-free. Plus, they have elite detailing service, customized PPF wraps and tenting, and inspection and titling assistance. White Glove also specializes in logistics and storing options, vehicle listings, and consignment. White Glove Exotic Services, check them out at cancelthisshow.com. Kathy O'Big Strick, owner of Experience Real Estate Partners with EXP, has been one of St. Louis, Missouri's highest selling groups for 26 years running. In that time, Kathy and her team have successfully assisted an incredible 4,000 families. So if you're thinking about buying, building, or selling, be sure to put Kathy's group and their experience to work for you, and you can expect to be moved. Just give her a call at 314-276-SOLD. That's 314-276-7653 or find her online at experience-re.com. Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, if you don't know, is a family-owned business that has been around since 1994, serving some of the best chicken wings in town, no joke. Also known for their fresh burgers, pizza, and incredible smoked meat. Top-notch happy hour specials are included, plus live music every Friday and Saturday. Oh yeah, you can also enjoy their spacious heated covered patio. It's Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, 18,000 Chesterfield Airport Road. Hey guys, welcome back into the show. It's Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. I'm Vic Faust, Tab of the Hassle here. Eric Johnson, 
and MP on the boards. We appreciate you jumping in. As always, go to canceltheshow.com. Like, 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 share, 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 subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And uh, let us know your emails. It's good. We're going to have a newsletter, too. We'll have that eventually. We're a continually growing show. Uh, just uh, just under three months in, rocking and rolling. We appreciate all the support we've had as well. Always love the ideas, the guests that you have, uh, any interviews that we should get. If you know people that we should have on the show, let us know as well. Um, that's what we do here Monday through Friday live, 8 to 10 a.m. Central Time. And, of course, you can catch us all the time at canceltheshow.com. Lizzie Sparks, always making sure people know what's happening on our social media pages. We appreciate that as well, Lizzie. Um, Terrific first hour, second hour. Well, it's it's going to be terrific as well. Right here as well, starting right out of the gate. We got to do this. Um, <laughs> can we have some fun? Uh, MP, when you get a chance, can you pop up Biden? Um, yesterday, we had to show you Joe Biden. He couldn't walk a straight line on the red carpet. He was veering to the left and off and then he was like oh, blah, 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 no I did not blah, see blah. that I saw the I saw no. the obvious one him no we showed up that here stairs. yesterday I didn't see that one Joe no you were here was I well, I wasn't watching can I see it again yeah you want no yesterday <laughs> he was on the carpet maybe did we delete no, that I, video I don't MP? think I saw that one actually Eric you looked at all right here she's here here he is coming up well no right this here. is this is what this was at the top of it is mm-hmm. that at the end of the video or at the beginning It'll restart. Okay. There is one video that's going around. There a man falling down the steps. That was not that's not Joe Biden. Are you sure? I promise you. Damn it. He was moving way too fast to be Joe Biden. (laughs) Well, gravity makes you move at nine meters a second. (laughs) (laughs) But it was reported on Fox National that he fell. No, this video we're showing you is the latest fall. Okay. Okay. Here he goes. Okay, well, that's the one I saw. Is yeah, there here a, it is. I didn't know there was another this one. This is the one that happened just a day so or two ago. Here it is. Okay, here he goes again. How many? Why do they continue? Even Tashara just tweeted, maybe our president needs to take some time to see if he yeah. wants to be president. Breaking news from the AP. <laughs> <laughs> a chairlift! A chairlift. Strap a little chairlift to Did that. Did you hear what oh she just said? Stairway. The president of the United States needs a chairlift. <laughs> that was the funniest thing you've that ever said fun. in your life. Tabitha, that's, that's great. Look at she I said wish somebody would make face. a little meme of it. That was oh fantastic. my God. And then. Introducing the new POTUS chairlift. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You want that sponsorship? <laughs> Brought to you by yes. Boeing. Is the president the new hydraulic chairlift? Are making me call. <laughs> oh my god! Well, in the midst of seeing Joe Biden do this, um, okay. NP. Why? Why is Fox News promoting a poll on presidential hopefuls? That you was get real done? specific with me now because I don't know what the poll okay, says. Here's the poll was released okay. yesterday on Fox News. All right, from NPR. Why the hell is Fox News putting a poll on their front pages of NPR? 
Well, the poll was support is gaining for Joe Biden. Okay, good. Support is declining for Donald Trump. I love it. And I'm like, I love it. What I love the it. hell is Fox News doing? I love it, guys. Here's the deal. We were we were 30 points up in the midterms. We should have quote unquote won 60 seats, a 6 million seats. We should have won hands down the Senate. And it was because of these dumbass polls. We were we were we were led to believe that we were there was an overwhelming red wave coming. I have no problem in NPR or Fox or CNN saying, oh, yeah, Joe Biden has an approval rating of 70%, which we all know is bull garbage. He does not. No, of course but not. But if we feel complacent, if we like, well, other people will go vote for whoever the Republican nominee is for president. I need to sit here and have a barbecue with my family. I'm not going today. Then, then we'll be in the same position as we were in the midterms. I hope they, they say that Joe Biden has a 90% approval rating so that people get even more pissed off. I have no problem with this stuff. I, that's why now, we, we this all is why know you that, need a street team, Eric. We all we know that there's people. no 50% approval for this guy. Oh, we all know that's not of true. Of course. I think one of the last polls I saw said 17%. And I would be shocked if even that's true. It's It's probably in the order of... Nationwide, I think Biden has a 36% if you average all the polls out. Kamala Harris has a 24% approval rating. 24. So you think that Fox One out News of four did people. this on NPR on purpose to get people to go vote? Why does it bug you so bad? Let me ask you that first. Well, it doesn't bug me. What it does to me, it goes, an alert goes up. Why is Fox News, they won't show Donald Trump press conferences. They don't show Donald Trump speaking. They don't show positivity with with Donald Trump. The only people who do that are Newsmax and OAN, and they were eliminated from Directv. Okay. So, like, is yep. there an is is there? I my first thought, Eric, was, is Fox News like trying to rail Donald Trump? Is Fox News trying to push up a Joe Biden? How do you look at it, Tabitha? I, 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 you know or am how I, I just feel thinking about Fox to, National. Am I, am I going no, I, overboard? I think you're absolutely right. You know how I feel about Fox National. It's a flip side of the same coin with CNN. You know, mm. it, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that we have OAN and we have Newsmax, the only news organizations that cover Trump rallies and talk about election fraud. We have Fox National, who is supposed to be our place to turn to for legitimate conservative leaning news. But yet they refuse to show Trump rallies. They refuse to yeah, talk it's about Donald it. Trump. But, but it they are so they are anti-Trump. So what Eric? are you going to do? I don't know why. And they, are, they will be very pro. They, they might be anti-Trump, Trump. But I mean, do we have to see every Obama rally that he does or press conference? Do we, do we have to go and watch every Bill Clinton thing that he does? Why do we have to watch every Trump thing? I think Trump. It's not about not watching every Trump thing. It's about watching any of them. Where let me, let me There see. is no longer a place for you to turn your television here's on the deal. and watch Trump speeches. Here's there the, is no place. Oh, sure there is. Trump, no, they have deplatformed him okay. completely. Well, Trump, remember back in the, in the 2016 election, Every time he took the stage at a stadium or an arena, there was a Fox News camera there. It was like reality TV Correct. to see what he would say. It wasn't because of him necessarily, because there were no Jeb Bush cameras at any rallies. There was no Marco Rubio camera rallies. It was always about Trump. He was the front runner, and he would say bombastic stuff. And I think that it got everybody in the game, not just Fox, but CNN, MSNBC, whoever else brought a camera out, it brought them money, brought them ratings. 
And I think that people are just in, we're in a position in this country now. It's like, look, this is preseason. The games haven't even started yet. This is this is the JV squad that's, that's going. That's out. possible, but there's a lot of disrespect that's going on. Hell, Donald Trump was in Ohio yesterday. Yeah, was that plastered everywhere? No, nope. really. Nope. No. Nope. Has Joe Biden been to Ohio? Nope. And guess what? Our transportation secretary, Pete Buttigieg, he's not going till today. His first time. Hell, Tulsi Gabbard's even been to Ohio. Well, she she went down there on her own dime. Yeah. So did Trump. That's right. Yeah, so did, did you Trump. see the Trump crowds? Trump put a, big, a massive donation together yeah. for those people. And all the water that he brought. Did you see? Where's Joe Biden? Oh, he went to Ukraine. Of course, because that's what and gave five hundred million to Ukraine. Five hundred yeah. more million dollars to Ukraine. Masses of people came out to see Trump. They had their Trump flags. Mm. They had their American flags. Would you see that if Biden came to town? No, I. But but Biden represents something different to the Polish people than than he does to the American people. He represents money, and he's the he's the tip of the spear over there. Oh, I thought you were going to say no. he represents comedic value. Well, he does represent comedic value. But you know what? None of this matters anyway. None of it matters. You know why? Because the EPA is in charge now. No, I'm, well, yeah, Buttigieg has finally made his way to the grounds over there, saying, "I probably should have come earlier." Yeah. <laughs> This guy. But the EPA he will fix everything. There's a lot of stuff going on right now. Where this is, there's but, thresholds being built all over the place. Today, Tashara find her threshold with uh, Kim Gardner. I think that the United States is seeing the threshold with Joe Biden giving foreign aid to countries, but yet we have this community right in the middle of the country that has got no AIDS at all. And it, would you want to live in that community? No. Hell no. no. It'd be uh, like you want to live that. in Times what Beach. What about housing values? Think about being a family there, realtors there. Yeah. That's something we should have talked to. Hell, well, you should ask Kathy Helbig-Strick about that next Wednesday. Uh, yeah, you know, there was a uh, there was a toxic uh, yeah. situation, but that's all right. The sun And every time you really see nice. this thing in East Paris, do you does anyone in this room think about the nuclear waste that's buried around St. Louis, Maryland? I think Maryland about Maryland Heights. St. Uh, Charles County. Friend, uh, f- um, well, St. Charles Heights. County. Near Francis uh, House. Do you, do you think, Where's the EPA at? Do you, th- do you think that they're this incompetent to us as well? Because every time I think of East Parish or whatever it's called, um, I'm I'm always kind of like... You live in St. Charles County, don't you? I do. do you I, went know to Francis only I went well, to Francis Howell. Only one well left because yeah, how does that all the work? others have been shut down. Six. six <laughs> That's a good six point, Tab. Six have been shut down. One left. Florissant. Only Thank one you. left. And it happens in situations all over America. It's very concerning when it comes um, to the water standpoint. No Eric, doubt about it. Have you but, heard? Um, sorry, Vic. no. You can you can creep me out right now if you want to because Eric, you're right. And this is not a Friday topic. This is a real topic, and that there are people out there, states reps, who claim that kids that went to Francis Howell oh boy. have had an extraordinary amount of weird. Illnesses, yes. weird. I did a story on cancers. this. Yeah, yeah. it's. A, I it's focused a fact. on two women. That's right. That's well, at right. The high I went to hell. Right here in St. Charles County. Who's talking about it? I went to hell. No one. Yeah. I was wondering. Man, well, that explains a lot. It does explain a few things. Um, <laughs> I always tell my girlfriend, "Go drink some of that tap water and tell me what you think." I always feel like it, I'm drinking uh, pool water. It's, it feels chlorinated. Aren't you scared to drink the water anywhere? Yeah. I'm terrified. Does anybody have the same? If you if you live in St. Charles, Missouri, raise your hand on Facebook because I can see. 
<laughs> do me a favor. Do you guys feel like you're drinking chlorinated water? Like like actually someone dumped chlorine in we your buy glass? bottled water. I don't even try. Try it today. Look at Angie from the UK, Angie Bryant. She said they're having food shortages over in the UK. There's so much craziness going on in the world. No, it is a crazy time that every, with everything that's going to hell. And that was the other thing about NPR. Fox is putting her up there. Um, NPR also hosted a show a few days ago where they were promoting sex changes for 13-year-olds. So my point is, if anybody thinks that NPR is still some bastion, some hort, some wonderful news outlet, think again. NPR change. This isn't the 80s anymore. This isn't the 90s. Local news stations aren't the same. NPR's not the same. As we saw with CNN, they changed, and we realized they were not the same. You have to be careful about what you are putting into your body, what you're digesting, NPR is not a news source anymore. No. It is a mouthpiece for progressive topics, for progressive issues. Just remember that. It is, and it's uh, it's a, unfortunate because it's called National Public. Correct. Well, there's a lot of public well, in the United States. they've had that name for a long time, though. Yeah, National Public Radio. And Natural, it's, na- it's really the liberal public it, it's, radio. It, you're, you're right. LPR. That's right. We'll rename it for yeah. them. And a lot of people listen to it. And it's really the only, I look at NPR kind of the same way I look at 60 Minutes. Because I think NPR and 60 Minutes do a really good job of building their programming. I do. I think they sound good. They're The guys they hire are good. Are, are veteran radio people. And that's kind of how you get sucked in. They do a lot of stuff for the symphony, and there's a lot of conservatives that love the symphony and, and cultural stuff. And all of a sudden, they slip in a message of Joe Biden good, Donald Trump bad. And it becomes this kind of subconscious. You're, now you're subconscious in the NPR It's mindset. propaganda. They're, they're, exactly. they're brainwashing you. That's they're right. feeding you propaganda. And thank you, Glenn Thompson, for mentioning funded by your tax dollars. Your own tax dollars yeah. are being used to brainwash you and... Yeah. To propagandize yeah. your political And it's views. weird because radio is a dying thing anyway. But it's it not, not with NPR. It it's not. Not with NPR. Vic's right. For some reason, NPR has a still has that audience. It's they kind don't, of, You know what? They're, as a matter of fact, NPR announced last night that they're getting ready to lay off thousands of employees. It, you know, they're a dying breed just like all of the other radio stations. I mean, how can a radio station that brings you Prairie Home Companion be bad? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> this would be like MASH going liberal for you. Like, oh, really, my really, God, I would shoot Like, myself. really, 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 really liberal. And they are, and and they are and liberal, Mash, actually. I was just going to say they are liberal. <laughs> like, re- I mean, like, really liberal. Yeah, yeah they're Really, liberal. really, really yeah, liberal. About that. Hey, guys, we had a huge topic that is that has come across this country. A lot of, I hear it's picking up steam. Regarding this college basketball player, I mean, this topic, I, I, I think it's going to get very, very, very popular. I don't think it's going to die out either. But um, an Alabama Crimson Tide basketball player, Brandon Miller, one of the top players in the country, too. I mean, it's big name, young kid. Um, he brought a gun to a home, to a place where his teammate, he gave it to his teammate, Darius Miles. Well, his teammate gave it to another guy, which then shot a 23-year-old woman, mm. Jamea Jonay Harris, dead. Police said that they can't. Now, Darius Miles, who gave the gun to the eventual shooter, who got the gun from Brandon Miller. Brandon Miller had the gun. It was his gun. 
He gave it to Darius Miles. Well, Darius Miles has been charged. He was kicked off the basketball team. He's got capital murder charges. The guy who shot, charged. But Brandon Miller, who brought the gun, the superstar basketball player for Alabama, who played last night, by the way, and Alabama said, well, it was the AD and the president of the school who decided he can still play because no charges were brought against him. Did he give the gun to the second guy legally? Let, yes. Then I don't think he should be charged because that would be if. Yes. Because Vic, I trust you as my friend. And if I legally gave you a firearm and then after the show you went out and shot Eric, it's not my fault because I gave it yeah, to you in I, good I faith. I agree. I think that a, 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 I, I've always been one of the people that believe a um, gun, even though it's it's a lot louder and it shoots a projectile, is no different than a hammer. Because I could kill you just as easy with a sledgehammer as I could with a gun. Well, we have gun laws. We don't have hammer I could laws. kill you with a car. I could kill you with a knife. I could kill you with um, liberal rhetoric. I could kill you. <laughs> I mean, there's... You already all, I, are. I mean, a gun is just a tool. The gun is just this inanimate object that is built for something. But there and, are. But there's gun legislation. There's rules that needs to be followed. There's processes of handing off a gun to another person like those? that has to be you followed. Like I'm uh, against almost all gun restrictions. Okay. Because well, I, I don't there. think they solve well, any problems. The, the officer that testified all. in this case said that um, the middle guy, Miles, who was the basketball player who was dismissed, the, the guy who ended up shooting this woman and killing her was not a player. But Miles, the middle guy, texted Brandon Miller, who had the gun, and said, quote, he needed his joint which is slang for a gun. Okay, here's that's then that's a problem. And was seen walking to get something from Miller's car. Yeah. So Brandon Miller had his gun in his car, and then Brandon's like, okay. So then Brandon allowed Miller to or allowed Miles to come get the gun, which then he gave to his friend who shot yeah. and killed this so woman. It's, it's, so, so it was passed on. So it wasn't even just me giving you a gun and you shoot somebody. It's me giving you a gun. You give it to someone else and that person shoots someone. Yeah. Like if you give me your gun, That's such Tabitha, a long chain of custody. But here's the thing. If you give me, I say, hey, Tabitha, I need my, my joint. Yes. And I come to your car and I get the gun and then I go give it to Eric and I say, hey, there's one heat in the chamber. I think that's what he said. Something, and then Eric goes, okay. And then Eric goes and shoots somebody and kills them. Right. And I'm I, charged. Eric's charged, but you're not. Okay. Well, then that's a bigger story than just me being uninvolved. It's just a fascinating story. I've never heard of a story like this happen. Well, no, it, and it, but, just, but with, it goes to premeditation. It goes to premeditation. If you can somehow get the thought process back from the murder back to this guy that owned the gun originally, and this guy says, I really need your gun. I have to take care well, of some that's business. What I, exactly. That's a little different. Then that's you become what I'm duplicit. On. You the, become, yeah. the police chief said there was nothing to charge Brandon Miller, who had the gun in his car with. They said they wished, they're almost like they wished was they could. Was he complicit? Did he know his gun was going to be used to commit a crime? That's that's where, that's where it goes. Because if he's complicit. That's why people want him gone, because they feel he knew what his best friend exactly. was going to do. If they can go through these text messages. But can they prove it? And they find he's complicit, and that he gave his gun to this guy, this guy gave it to that guy, and the chain of command goes on, and he knew that eventually that chain of command would lead to someone being shot. He should be charged. If I if I give my friend the car, my car, and they put someone in the car and push it over a cliff and kill them, is the guy that gave him the car, or is it just because it's a gun? I think it goes. That goes again. That goes back to: Is he complicit? Did, did, did was he aware he that a crime knowledge? was going to come? Yeah. Out? Does he have knowledge? And it kind of comes down to this, uh, like you said. 
do, do you know what is about to happen? And if they can prove, hey, there's this letter that says, I'm going to kill that's, whoever tonight. I need your gun. Then we have a problem. See, why, then we have a problem. And this is why I'm confused, because you, you guys know I write a, a blog about crime. I, I follow a ton of true crime. And typically, when you see a court case on, you know, play out, if if I'm the starting guy, guy number one, in this case, the basketball player, mm-hmm. and it, it despite the fact that I had the gun, gave it to you, you gave it to him, he used it to shoot someone. If I'm complicit, com, you know, and I have somehow facilitated a crime to occur, then I'm going okay. to be charged regardless of well, the chain of command uh, but, but and how many people the past. But, but they have to prove. Yeah, they can't that prove that Miller knew that transferring the firearm. Right. Was for an unlawful purpose. I see it working, and that's with, why they did not charge. I see. Him. So they're I can, just I, not doing a good job prosecuting. I can square this for you with tab. evidence. I can square this for you, Tab. I think that the prosecutor has no case, like you said, and it's very it's very important that he has no case because if you can't prove it, you don't put innocent people in jail. But the court of public opinion has spoken in the stands. Lock him up. Yeah, that's and, a PR that, and, problem. That's even a worse problem. Well, but you have to remember that's when worse. It, when and it, they'll have that as long as he right. is a basketball. And he's only a freshman. He's a, he's but he could be going head. to the NBA because he's, he's that good. He's gone. But that's not. But the thing is, is you guys know, and I'm sure you guys <clears> know this. When it comes to prosecuting someone, you have to be able to prosecute somebody beyond the shadow of yeah, a doubt. So, so you you're can okay. take somebody to court. You can file charges. But if if you can, if you go and you try to prosecute someone. Right. Uh, and then you can't prove it. And or a civil some doubt, lawsuit can be. Then guess what? A civil lawsuit can sometimes be worse than a criminal prosecution because sometimes in a criminal prosecution, and I was told this actually, which is a criminal really, which prosecution is not a good thing. can you can do your two years behind you and you're done. A civil prosecution, they can come after everything. Look at OJ. Uh, I mean, I believe Great OJ example. did it, but example. but he, he but they couldn't prove that he did it. And he was able to walk yeah. free from that crime, and they filed a civil suit, and mm-hmm. the Goldman family will yeah. be able to take Man, most we got, of what he has is, forever. This is some thick sludge that we've just put our foot into. No, it is. <laughs> now, an expert, a former DA, said the prosecute, prosecutorial decisions are discretionary with law enforcement and prosecutors. They also added that it's been said that criminal law is an island of technicalities yes. in a sea of discretion. And without intent by Brandon Miller, nothing Correct. can really be done. However, Brandon Miller showed up on scene in his car and moments and then the gun was taken moments later, right. the woman was shot and killed. Yeah. So it's just it the whole situation, yeah. very bizarre. It became a national story last night on ESPN as these kids chanted, lock them up. The entire yeah, night. See the thing. Another thing that we're not talking about is when you own a gun, a Glock nine, a, a rifle, a shotgun, whatever it is. By the way, he made the winning basket the, right at well, the end so of the game. Well, so what? That's 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 beside the point. But you're right. But if you own it, an instrument of death, and that's what they are. They're not supposed for. They're not always for target practice. Um, an when, instrument of death. When you own something that is built for that. You need to be super careful and responsible for that weapon. And there's that's something that we're not talking about. Well, now, not, that might not, not put you yet. in jail. No, you don't always that might know. not put you in jail. You that don't might, always know what somebody's intentions are. But if I are. hand, if I hand, I'll tell you what, if I handed you my Glock 9 just because you said you needed it, my mind would be racing for the rest of the damn day. What the hell does she well, need my that weapon be, for that has my serial number well, for? You need to be careful. And that's when it comes to legal, legally transferring a weapon. I'm getting ready to buy a gun from my son. 
I'm going to legally buy that gun from my son. And when that gun is transferred into my possession, if I decide to go out and commit a crime, which I'm not going to do, but if I did, he shouldn't be responsible unless you can go through a string of text messages and he knew I was going to buy this gun from him to go out and commit a crime. That's a whole different story. But it has nothing to do with the weapon. It has to do with the crime itself. Yeah, the former U.S. district attorney who weighed in on the case said that, quote, bad judgment and poor decisions don't always add up to the commission of a crime. Right. And it really comes down to premeditation. Did this kid, and, and whoever said but this. But then the Do- woman's Donna, family thinks that he should be charged because nah. he showed well, up with here, a gun. Again, and- I keep, my, my mind goes flashing back to this thing. Donna's right. A car is an instrument of death. Right. Hey, hey I need, my cell hey, phone's an I, instrument of can death. I give you, can, Isn't everything. Can I have your car keys for a second? <laughs> can I have my car keys for a second? I really need to take care of some business. Sure, here you go. Give the car keys and you go and run down whoever, whatever victim you want. Boom, instrument of death. It comes down to premeditation. Did this guy know that he was having problems with whoever he was going to kill and say, yeah, go take care of business. There's one hot in the chamber. Then if you there's an email or a text that says something like that, then all the bets are off. Now you are you are helping someone commit this crime, correct? But that has nothing to. You're do not trying with, to talk him out of it. You're you're literally it has giving very him the little weapon to do with the weapon. It, it's a, just about the fact that he facilitated the crime. Yeah, I agree. It's it's a hard one, and I feel sorry for real prosecutors in real cities because Kim Gardner would have just let this thing go. Yeah, speaking of which, he Kim Gardner confessed, and she would have let it go. The St. Louis Circuit Attorney, uh, we talked about it in our first hour of our podcast today, uh, has until noon to let um, high noon noon to let the Missouri Attorney General know if she is going to resign or not. I don't see how that's going to happen. Um, weirder things have man, happened. She's the Teflon Don. Man. Do we have any like Western music? You know, they do that little whistle, and they do. How do they do the little whistle? That's yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. We need that. <laughs> we, and we need some tumbleweeds to go running it by says, the camera. She's got some to resign by high noon or yeah. else. What? So the duel is between her and Andrew Bailey? I challenge you to a duel right, right here in the Times uh, Square. Not sure if she's going to resign or not. If she doesn't, then balls in your court, Andrew Bailey. Uh, Eric brought that up. We'll continue to talk about that. Um, we well, need he, like football squares. Is she going to resign or is she not? I think and it's not just, it's not just her. Bailey. I mean, Tashara, if she comes on and say, I've lost all hope. Well, she's done now, but she's working in conjunction with Andrew Bailey somehow, some way. Yeah. Because she wants to save face, like you said. She yeah. likes that mayoral job. She does, man. Yeah, she likes it. She does. She likes hosting that mayor's ball. You got a shot, Tashara. Friday. Give me Tashara's phone number. Let me call her up. I don't think I have her number anymore. You don't have her number I don't anymore? Know. Oh, me, someone on Somebody get me a number does. for Tashara. I wouldn't have a, a talk with her. Oh, yeah. She's going to take your call. You I don't care. You should have went to the mayor's you know, ball, Eric. You know what? If you don't if you don't try, yeah. then nothing you will never you're, happen. You're 100% you know, right. I, want, I think I want to take her to Starbucks. I got $25 gift certificate for my birthday. I'm going to blow it on her. <laughs> Eric, uh, this is, is canceled. This. this morning, canceled. He's not late. Canceled. That gives you a chance to talk. Yeah. Do you want some you time to be rail? Happy. <laughs> Are you kidding That's me? That's so Tabitha? funny. They thought that Eric can't come in just so I can talk. He's the microwave. <laughs> you want me to show up earlier? I will. There you go. Canceltheshow.com. Once again, canceltheshow.com. Um, Eric, do you feel any less about Elon Musk now that he yes. is back shaking hands? with Gavin Newsom saying he wants to return to California and he's building his new engineering plant back in California. It was very awkward seeing uh, Elon. There's video, Elon and uh, Gavin Newsom, the California. I mean, he ripped California on the way out. Mm -hmm. Despised on his way to Texas. 
and now he's building a new plant back in California. This is all about money, right? It, is is Gavin like not charging him any taxes? I'm well, not, well, I don't. I think I don't think that that he. I think Elon would go to Gavin and say, "Look, your state's dying. You, I'm going to help you fix this thing." But you have got to lay off the corporate taxes. You have got to lay off charging and telling everybody that we're the we're evil because we own corporations. And I think Gavin is in a big problem. He is like seven billion dollars underwater as far as his state budget goes. You can't win a presidential election being seven billion dollars underwater. I think Elon just sees like, look, it is way too much for me to move everything to Texas. Well, he already moved everything to Texas. He, well, he moved he, the truck. He's moving the truck stop. It was side. two years he's ago. He's moving the headquarters back because he Elon Musk has already spoken out about it, and he said he is moving back to California. The Tesla headquarters. Only the he's only moving the headquarters back. He's moving the headquarters back yeah. uh, because he said a his home was Silicon Valley and b he wants to be closer to Twitter because that's where he's going to be spending yeah. the majority of his time. He's already received. He doesn't get paid a salary from Tesla. He gets paid in stock options, and he just received his last payment of stock options. So technically, he will be working for free for Tesla yeah. from this point forward. And he's like, hey, if I'm going to be working for Tesla for free, a lot of companies do that. they might as well move a lot here. Of company, the, where, the, where the rubber meets the road, no pun intended, in uh, corporations is where you put in your plants. stock plant. options, it's where you of put course. Your, it's where you put your plants. That's where the big, heavy, tactical stuff what happens. What what you're saying is he's right. He's got a ready-made yeah. building. Apparently, it's the old Hewlett-Packard building in Palo Alto. Perfect. So I, I mean, know exactly where that is, too. And so he can build yep. off that. You've got the bones there. You can expand if you need to. Starlink That's is That's a really Texas. big facility as well. Yeah, and, and Boeing is a good example of this. Boeing moved their headquarters from Seattle to Chicago. Remember that? But they left everything in, in, uh, in, in Seattle. Where that's where they still build the planes. So there's a little bit of that going on. He's not really moving back there. The head, as far well, as he I, still has, but Starlink. he still has to pay those taxes and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, he has Starlink still in Texas. And speaking of, you know, he recently shut down. And I think we talked about this before the uh, Starlink for Ukraine. Yeah. So that they couldn't lead us into nuclear war. Very, very so that's interesting. That he did that. The other thing, and by the way, uh, tomorrow for our free for all Paranormal Friday. Tabitha sent us a picture that Elon has tweeted mm-hmm. and put out there. We can't get into it now, but we'll get out. We'll get into it tomorrow about Elon talking about it happened once, it will happen again. And he's right. It's only a. Can you tease it without telling? He's right. Well, there used to be dinosaurs allegedly on this planet, and there's not anymore. <laughs> By the way, before we wrap up, Elon, he said the move returns Tesla to the world's center of technology and innovation. He also said that it's a poetic transition from the company that founded Silicon Valley to Tesla. I don't know. It just struck me the weird way. I didn't like it. I, didn't I don't like, like it. I didn't like him seeing, smiling I don't think with it was necessary. Gavin Newsom after everything Elon Musk has done. And then this, th- those two standing together, it just seemed very awkward. Elon, well, Elon's not, he's not great in front of a mic all the time, but he literally has a mic in his hand and they're just looking at each other. I'm like, this is something doesn't add up here. Gazing yeah. into each other's eyes. Well, you can't you you can't side you know you can't second guess Elon. If you if you think he did a good job in A and he's doing a bad job in B, man, the guy just doesn't care. And if you and if you appreciate that approach to I don't care mentality of doing business and being a, a world citizen, then everything he does, you just kind of go, wow, I'm kind of curious what's he doing now. I mean, the guy did go into Twitter. What if Elon is the Antichrist? Dun, dun, dun. Aaron wants to know that. 
I do uh, absolutely do not believe he is. I, I think I think he's an autistic guy that's super smart, or Aspergers or whatever he's got. He's got there's a tick in there somewhere. I don't know exactly what it is, and there's nothing wrong with that, by the way. Um, and it, he's motivated. He's driven. He has vision. He stays up at night figuring out how he can get a, uh, a you know, be the first one on Mars. Blah blah blah. Whatever he's doing, he always comes up out in the dead of night with a brand new multinational company. I didn't even know of Starlink before Ukraine. And to be he's got with you. Neuralink. He's got Neuralink. So exactly. Many different. So this is a guy that doesn't look at its success through the eyes of money. This is a guy that looks at success in the eyes of what can I get accomplished. I would love to know where his Tesla is out in space right now and where that thing's going. <laughs> I mean, why do you do that? That's like there's no money in it. You know, it's just a PR campaign. But no, I, I appreciate Elon for everything. I think he does recognize that this country is under attacks, freedom of speech. And he did, not you, not you, and not myself, he did put $44 billion of his own stock options up for sale to buy that piece of dilapidated rag. And, uh, you know, so there you go. I mean, is he having tea and crumpets with the governor of, of California? Yeah. It just seems it's his bad. Job. It just, I don't know. It's his job. Well, we, you know, sometimes you have to fraternize with the enemy. Okay, we're going to get a call from State Senator Ben Brown in just a few minutes. There's a massive, he, he filed a bill over a year ago so that local powers that be, that would be like St. Louis County Executive Sam Page and others, couldn't force masking and other situations on people if something were to happen again. Before he calls in, something else also came out yesterday as we talked to him about this. The New York Times did an article with an epidemiologist, a national epidemiologist. They literally ran this and said, here you go. Masking did absolutely nothing. There's right, no that's proof. Right. <laughs> the New York Times masking did not prove to do anything for anyone. Quote, it did not help us in any way. And we knew from day one, didn't we? Um, so with that being said, it's like, okay, now we're starting to find out. Now we're starting to hear. But you know what? If you go to hospitals, you have to. My, my dad's been in the hospital this week. So when I've gone to the hospital. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, he, yeah. He was dealing with some things. Hopefully I'm going to go pick him up today. But you have to wear a mask. Yes, I, I was, still do. I was walking down the hall and the woman stopped me. She's like, sir, could you please put a mask on? I went, oh. Uh, do you have one? And she's like, yeah, back at the beginning of the door. And I'm like, yeah. oh, my God. We're it's still wearing masks. I, fortunately, I haven't been in a hospital. Happening. Why are we being forced to wear masks in hospitals if all these studies are being done, they show they don't work. That's they don't right. help. And not just any mask either, because I wore. Oh, what, and it also said N95s. No proof that the right. N95s are working. There's, there's no proof any type of mask works. We, we already knew that. It, it, but yes, it continues to happen. I have one doctor's office that still requires a mask to be worn. I've been back and forth to hospital to visit people. You still have to wear a mask at the hospital. And you know what? It's still beyond the fact that wearing the mask doesn't help us. It, think about this the other way. When I was in the hospital, when my brother was there, he was in the hospital for about a week before he passed away. His last moments, our last moments together, I had to wear a mask. My mom had to wear a mask. We, my brother couldn't even see our faces. You know, it's, it's so much more than just having to wear a mask over germs. Yeah. So much more. It's heartbreaking to think that he had to look at well, us in those last oh, moments Annette says, with a mask on. Doctor's offices, too? 
Many. Why, why are we still being forced to wear a mask if there's no evidence that they work? And why isn't somebody doing something about it? That's what I, I don't know. care why if you wear a mask, great, doing but something? the fact that I was told I had to wear a mask to walk into the hospital makes and made no sense to me. No. So, well, so, so doctors' offices and hospitals, you have to wear a mask. Even though they nursing know. Nursing homes. Even many though, nursing homes, too. Even they know, it's, it's a badge. It's all it is. It, have you ever been to a rock concert? Is it still the Have you ever been birch? to a rock concert? Yeah. Have you ever seen the roadies? The last rock concert I went to was you. Oh, okay. Well, you ever seen the roadies that are walking around backstage? And they have the backstage pass. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. It's a sign. Are they that, the same as groupies? No. Trust oh, okay. Me. It's a sign that you're one For of us. For some people. It's a sign that you're one of us. That's all a backstage pass is. It's just, hey, I'm Eric. I'm in the band. It's a measure okay. of control. Yes. Come on. It's a measure of Very, control. No different. It's like the doctors well, and the administrators of these hospitals are wherever. You know I mean? Dillard's, Macy's, whatever. They like the control. They have now scientific proof. They didn't work, yet they're still doing it. It's a backstage pass. Yeah, I guess so. Well, we've got Missouri State Senator Ben Brown now joining us. Ben, you just had a hearing today. We're excited that uh, you had a chance to join us. Remind everybody about the bill that you filed and what happened today and what you're trying to do. Yeah, great to be on, guys. Uh, good morning to you. Uh, so kind of a little background before I go into the, the bill. Uh just about two years ago, I traveled to the state capitol for the very first time, and I was able to sit in the very same committee room I, I just had a hearing in uh, and testified a hearing for the first time. Though then I was I was just a private citizen that had that identified something that was broken in their government, and I was there to draw attention to the issue and try to come up with a solution. So fast forward two years, that journey kind of led me to actually getting this crazy idea to actually run for state Senate. Here I am. <laughs> I'm file, I filed a bill. And now I had a hearing today, sat in the same, very same chair to present my bill. Still, still trying to address the same problem. Wow. So uh, I don't have to remind you guys what happened throughout COVID, particularly in St. Louis County. There is just abuse of power uh, and sometimes corruption at a level that I never really imagined possible in a free society like ours, yeah. which compelled me to get involved in politics in the first place. And the loophole was caused by uh, the statute that, that said that the Department of Health and Senior Services can delegate their rulemaking authority to these local departments. And so when the Department of Health and Senior Services, even when the department itself wants to promulgate a rule, there's a process to where that has to go through legislative oversight. Yep. The department makes a rule. It's got to go to the Joint Committee on Rules and, and be approved before going into effect. Yet somehow, because of this loophole, they were able to delegate that same rulemaking authority to these local departments, except when they delegated it, it actually went beyond what the department itself could do because there was obviously no legislative oversight whatsoever. There was no time period. In fact, as I'm sure you guys remember, there were several instances where the county council in St. Louis County, the legislative body, not only could they not provide oversight, they would actually vote and, and then directly oppose and vote to end a mandate. And then the county executive would go up behind the podium and say, oh, don't listen to them. You know, yes. I'm, I'm given this power by the Department of Health and Senior yep. Services. So it doesn't matter what they say, mandate's still in effect. Yeah. So I am here two hour, two years after my journey began kind of coming full circle, trying to finally put an end to this loophole and ensure that in any future public health crisis, that our rights are defended. 
Yes. <laughs> and it, it's, it's, you have been on this journey two years. You kind of started it with it, us a little he bit. He started some of it with us on, on the edge. Yeah. No doubt. And it was, and it's, it's funny that the, the era that we live in, Ben, it's like back in the day, you would aspire to be a, a senator for your state or a, or a congressman. No, you were like, look, I, I don't want to do this, but I have to do this because you were so disgusted with how they were attacking everybody in St. Louis County. Have you learned anything along the way? Did you see what was behind the closed door meetings of a Sam Page? What was going on that made it so that, like you said, the medical department could override kind of the the aldermen and the and the executives, or or be on the same team with the executives? What was the dynamic that was in there? Well, it, it was it was really just a misinterpretation of the law because the law was was kind of vague. Uh, the, this rulemaking authority that was supposed to be passed. You know, there were there were emergency uh, stipulations put in the law to account for some kind of eminent eminent disaster. You have a natural disaster or some kind of outbreak of Ebola that comes out. Yeah. And so for, for a very limited time that local officials would be able to address those. Yeah, we've actually identified that that creates a big problem because there were no limitations, no oversight and accountability whatsoever. That that can never happen again. That's something that that I, I I just feel that you know me myself being being an average guy that never people like me don't don't get to run for senate it just it was just a, such a uh, series of events that had to line up perfectly for me to even get here and be in this position and really, I, I feel true. that <laughs> and I feel ben, that this is this is kind of a mission of mine that that we have to accomplish yep. it, you've been such a fantastic patriot working for the great state of Missouri and you know we will not wear masks again you know we we just won't do it but what concerns me is like we talked about before you joined us there are still places in Missouri requiring masks hospitals doctors offices some private businesses is there anything that can be imaging done centers. imaging centers that can be done because that's still that's still violating our rights not to mention the psychological impacts it has on people yeah uh you know i i'm not particularly happy when you walk into a place and you're like really what what like what year is it i i understand that uh i mean that would that would be a little bit of a different policy change this is focused more on just the governmental aspect yeah i mean when you're talking about private business or entity instituting their own policies that would obviously be be something a little different would have to be a separate statute so i think that that's a different debate you know i personally if as a guy that owns a, a restaurant myself, as you guys know, I own, I own uh, Satchmo's Bar and Grill in Chesterfield. We never enforce masks, and no matter, it didn't matter what the county said. We we never enforced that on anybody. And the way I looked at it at the time is that if you know my competitor wants to require that that everyone that walks through their doors wants to wear a mask, you know, I say, you know, go for it. More more freedom loving customers yeah. for me. No so doubt that, about it. That, that I think it is. I, I agree. I am right with you. I, I hate seeing that as far as, you know, the role of government and how much they should be able to dictate what a private business can or can't do. That's a little bit more of a sticky situation. And they're doing it in Florida. Well, that would be a little tough. Well, you got to keep us posted what's going to happen yep. regarding this masking situation and your bill. There's no doubt about that. And you should send uh, Sam Page a, a card that says, hey, by the way, the masking thing didn't help anybody. Uh, There's all evidence that's showing that it didn't. Hey, Ben, before you get out of here, somebody wanted us to ask you, I I know you're in Jefferson City working on this bill. Did you hear about the new LGBTQ task force in St. Louis County? 
that was unveiled last night at the St. Louis County Council meeting? And if so, your thoughts on that? Because while we're broadcasting out of St. Louis, these types of task forces have been implemented in other parts of the country. That, that was not something I had heard. But, you know, I, unfortunately, I, as I always referred to it, you know, St. Louis County government is just the best reality show, not on television. You never know <laughs> what to expect. And really nothing at this point surprises me. I guess if we have a budget deficit. They're spending all this money. Uh, I was a, a plaintiff also on, on the Robinson versus Department of Health and Senior Services case that, that did do a lot to reverse these emergency powers and mandates. They're St. Louis County still investing money. They lost an appeal. They're now taking up, trying to get it before the Supreme Court of our state. So while we have this budget shortfall, they're prioritizing sending lobbyists to come testify against my bill. They're prioritizing pursuing this lawsuit so they can lose a third time. They're prioritizing putting together, I guess, some kind of LGBT task force. They're targeting children with that task force. Unbelievable. Just well, I, unbelievable. I don't know how these people keep getting elected. And at some point, people have to realize the damage is being done. And we have we have to change something. Well, you heard about and, Tashara going off on her. On I mean, don't you think that that wave is starting to happen a little bit? Um, it's not an election yet. I don't know. I know, but don't you feel I, like that things are changing? Ben, you're in a great position to kind of bird dog this thing. Do you think that the people of St. Louis County are starting to go, wait a minute, what did we do here? Or is it is it just kind of full steam ahead? They reelected Sam Page over Mark Montavani like three times. Well, that's a good point, but I don't know. <laughs> Yes, yes, and no. I think that a lot of people have caught on. And I mean, and sure, that example, we didn't get a particularly great result. But, you know, look what we have done. We have made uh, progress in, in school board races. And really, like the local races, the municipal, the school board elections, maybe I shouldn't be saying this because I'm a state senator, but elections like mine, elections for the national level are not as important as these local elections, yep. because local yep. elections are really the ones that are going to affect your lives yep. the most directly. That's right. So no, we, have, makes sense. we have to, That's we have exactly to, we have right. to look at the fact that we have had wins. Yep. And, you know, unfortunately also a lot of people that are fed up with this stuff, they're, they're, you know, they're walking with their feet, you know, they're, they're, they're moving other places. And, you know, that's going to offset some of the people that have woken up when people are just going to leave the County. Yeah. Hey, before you take off, you getting any word about the seriousness and what can actually happen legally with Andrew Bailey, our Missouri Attorney General, uh, bringing in a prosecutor over Kim Gardner or finding legal ground to remove her? As far as the technical legal aspect, I, I'm not too familiar with that. I, I very much applaud the statement that he made. I think it is long past time that, that she is held accountable. I think that the people are suffering as a result. We just, you know, we just had the recent example, but it's not limited to that. We need our system of justice system. We need there has to be enforcement there. You can write all the laws in the world, but if they're not being prosecuted. That does absolutely nothing there. I know there's bills filed in the legislature. There's one that passed the House that would allow a special prosecutor to step in when people like that are not doing their job. There's also uh, bills that have been filed on the Senate side to, to help. Uh, give over control of police at the state level. Yep, yep. So there are things being done, and I know there is a lot of momentum to address this problem. And I am, I am 
very hopeful and optimistic that we're going to get something done. Can you write, is there any way that you guys, and I, we talked to Nick and I think I just taught Bruce passes. Can we, can we do a, a law that has standards for all the jobs in local government? If you're not <laughs> prosecuting uh, criminals and your crime rate goes up, that's a standard. That's a threshold that's been broken. And we can, there's a check and a balance that can take care of that. If you're the mayor and you're not picking up the trash in your city yet, you have the funding to do that. There's a threshold and we can come in. Do you think that it's time that we write laws to kind of protect these urban areas or to go after these urban areas, I should say? Because I guess in the past, you know, we had competent leadership that could take care of business, but now we don't have that same leadership. Is there any way that the state can do something like that? Uh, I would imagine and that's that, a big that brush there stroke. is. There is. I mean, it would be possible to to have a bill that that could provide more oversight. Though the question is always just whether whether you could get it to pass. I know there are a lot. You always hear hear this term local control thrown around, and so there are some out there that are very hesitant to give the impression that they are encroaching on that local control. The way I look at it personally is that the powers, local powers, they are derived from the state. And that being said, I feel that at the state level, we do have a responsibility to ensure that those powers are being applied appropriately and they are doing right by, by their constituents yeah. at that level as well. Hey, Ben, thanks for taking time to join us today. Uh, like I said, keep us posted on what's happening with your bill. Uh, try to have a good Thursday. We'll catch up with you next time. Missouri awesome. State Senator Ben Brown. Thanks, guys. And by the way, everybody is, is showing up at Satchmo's tonight. On, yeah, support on Sat <laughs> yeah, support Satchmo's if you it. get a chance. Absolutely. It's a great place. I was I've been there. Well, I've been there another time since I since you knew that I was there, yeah. but uh a great place. Yeah, it's we have to make the stage big enough so PRL can play there. That'd be good. There you go. <laughs> we'll fit you in there, Eric. See you, Ben. Thanks again. We appreciate it. Uh always nice when um, See you, man. you know, we've got uh you know, attorney generals, governors, state senators, they call in, they drop by. Uh, they're all about cancel this. So mm -hmm. we appreciate him jumping in and giving us Love an update it. of what's happening. Love it. I mean, Love there's it. so much going on. Golly, we're back in talking about masking. Although, you know, and you know what? I'm going to go pick up my dad today. You know what? I'm going to have to put on a freaking mask. And don't wear a black one because yeah. you'll get in big trouble. You know what? what's so funny is the, the, the corona. A black mask? The coronavirus it's like a, it's a nothing burger now. Now there's this neurovirus. It's I've, a stomach thing. No, well, I've that's heard. been going it's around. It's not coronavirus. Since the beginning of time. I know, but that's like so much but worse. But it's being packaged in a different, <laughs> and promoted in a different way. I mean, way. it's just a stomach virus. It is. Well, it makes a little stomach bug. Well, let's not go nuts. I don't want it. I, neither do I. <laughs> Most people have already had it at one point or another in their life. Okay. okay. I need to make a list of this for tomorrow. Okay. We've got... Premonitions. UFOs. We've got we've got your UFO talk. Wait, UFO what, hearings. What was that thing you sent this morning? That the in the text. That's what we're One talking about. That's many, Elon Musk. We're gonna. That's what Elon. That's why I brought up earlier. We talked about it. The dinosaurs. No, it's not about dinosaurs no. though. No, the other the hearings. One. The no. shooting down. The UFO hearings. Okay, UFO that's what that was about. We're UAP talk, hearings. We're gonna talk about the UFO UAP hearings tomorrow, which is going to be a phenomenal. We've got we've got John coming on to talk about. Premonitions. That's right. He tried to call in last week and his, his signal didn't work. Yeah. So we, his signal will work now. We're also going to talk about um, uh, Janine. I wanted me to ask you. She put on the. Did you see the ghost video she sent to you? Today? I yes. did. I finally when I whenever I was a, I don't know what is wrong. I must be blind. But when I finally saw it at home, I could see it. And I'll tell you what. That was freaky. You you finally saw I it. Finally, if saw anybody it. else has anything, let us know. Contact any one of us. Jump on the the line. Um, if you
you have video, if you had stories, let us know. If there's another off-the-wall story, it's a free-for-all Friday. It's a paranormal Friday. We'll get into it. I've been working on some fantastic guests, just if I can ever get them in here to talk with us. But we'll do what we can do tomorrow. Yeah, Eric. <laughs> we all love Fridays. And if we need to, Eric's bringing his Bible, and he's going to give us a sermon tomorrow as Pastor Johnson. I think that's a great idea. You could be the next Joel Osteen. Oh, stop. Don't put that curse on him. Wait a minute. I like where you're going with this. I like where you're going with this. Yeah, he likes it because he's thinking about making money. Yeah, yeah. what is Health, Joel Osteen well, gets money. Look How many Con- billions look of dollars Kanye. He gives away, that communist man? Look at Kanye West. He gives up $1.5 billion to turn his life to Jesus. And that's really what he did. He was enlightened. He felt inspired. He, he did. Didn't, he didn't give a damn. He anymore. saw what the world was offering in the fleeting glory. And, and he's and, like, you know what? That's all right. I can pay my bills. I can get her by without this extra money. Yeah. A lot of celebrities are doing that. They do these weird things on TikTok. They make these weird speeches like, I know what's, go- I know what's going on behind closed doors in Hollywood, and I'm not a part of it. And I love those TikToks. Yep, they're starting to come yeah. out. This is Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. Once again, CancelThisShow.com. Remember to remember our advertisers. We'll show you the advertisers here as we end the show. MP, are you good with that? All right, we'll pop those up in. Um, that's how we are surviving uh, donate, donate, donate if you can. Subscribe. Send what is it? Send stars. You do that on send Facebook. Stars. I still don't understand that concept. If you send, yeah, if you send stars, if you're on Facebook, you see the option to send stars. Anyone can go to cancelthisshow.com and donate. And you know what? We have a a package. If you donate it, we'll bring you in here for a live viewing. Mm-hmm. You can be in our Carol House Lounge. You can come in. We'll give you a tour of the place. It's going to be a fun time. Once again, we appreciate it. Cancelthisshow.com. Uh, for MP, Eric Johnson, Tab of the Hassle. I'm Vic Faust. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow for our free-for-all yeah. Paranormal Friday. Oh, also at 8.15 yes. tomorrow, we have got America's Mom. You will not want to miss America's Mom. She is Her house was raided by the FBI because she was going after the Colorado School Board <laughs> for what they were doing in schools with kids. Uh, she is a massive guest. She's been on several shows across the country. Uh, she's going to tell us her story tomorrow. And her big things are what's happening with election integrity right now, the borders, and the teaching of kids in schools. Awesome. Good. So um, we'll be talking with Sharona tomorrow. You got it. Uh, thanks for joining us. Have a great day. Carroll House has the largest selection of solid wood with the hottest new styles, real furniture that's built to last like our solid bedrooms, living rooms, and dining from Kincaid. Our volume enables us to save you a lot of money, especially during our solid wood sale, plus get free financing, fast free delivery, and free in-home design. So for solid wood, sweet styles, and solid service since 1964, shop over three football fields of furniture at Carroll House, because you like nice things. White Glove Exotic Services is St. Louis's first concierge vehicle service center. Alex David's team is passionate, certified technicians. They have industry-leading tools and equipment. They do it all. They pick up and deliver your car hands-free. Plus, they have elite detailing service, customized PPF wraps and tenting, and inspection and titling assistance. White Glove also specializes in logistics and storing options, vehicle listings, and consignment. White Glove Exotic Services. Check them out at cancelthisshow.com. 
Kathy L. Big Strick, owner of Experience Real Estate Partners with EXP, has been one of St. Louis, Missouri's highest selling groups for 26 years running. In that time, Kathy and her team have successfully assisted an incredible 4,000 families. So if you're thinking about buying, building, or selling, be sure to put Kathy's group and their experience to work for you, and you can expect to be moved. Just give her a call at 314-276-SOLD. That's 314-276-7653 or 5 Finder online at experience-re.com. Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, if you don't know, is a family-owned business that has been around since 1994, serving some of the best chicken wings in town, no joke. Also known for their fresh burgers, pizza, and incredible smoked meat. Top-notch happy hour specials are included, plus live music every Friday and Saturday. Oh yeah, you can also enjoy their spacious heated covered patio. It's Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, 18,000 Chesterfield Airport Road. Hey guys, this is Dr. Mahesh Bagway. I'm an orthopedic surgeon here in St. Louis for over the last 20 years. I went to Washington University. I got my medical degree at St. Louis University. From local athletes to injured workers and even Cardinal baseball players, I've treated them all. Our practice strives to personalize care with every new patient being seen by me. To find me, contact my staff at drbagway.com. D-R-B-A-G-W-E.com. Hopefully you don't need me, but if you do, you can find me now. 